welcome to another episode of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast. It is I, your host of the Dork Side of the Ring podcast and purveyor of all things dorky within the the scope of professional wrestling and sports entertainment. I am Grum. Hello. It is uh, it's pretty good. Sorry, this is a little later on Patreon. However, if you're listening to this uh, it went on the on the live feed, you got it just on time. Don't worry about it. Hey, speaking of Patreon, support.grum.tv is the Patreon. Just put up uh, today when I'm recording this, the same day this is going up on the Patreon. Uh, there is at the Llama Club Elite tier from episode 10, the Hog Pen match, uh, Dan Morris and Soapy from the the Morse Morse Code pro- podcast. Uh, we have that. It's a fun little, fun little 15 minute, 15, 16 minute long, uh, match. A lot of fun. Uh, the match itself is, is ridiculous. Um, that's, that's that. Uh, we are joyous sixth, fifth slash whatever day. Joyous Grum is to you and yours. We are in the thick of it here on the dork side of the ring. We're over at Grum.tv doing a lot of fun. Uh, this comes out, uh, the week of the 15th. The, the, what, the 13th, right? So we're about a week, a little, 10 days, 10 days away from Grummus itself. It is a going to be a, a fun 12-hour stream over on my Twitch channel, Grum.tv. You're more than welcome to join me throughout the day. I'll be probably just relaxing, playing some games, but I do have a fun uh, Christmas special, Grand Theft Auto roleplay thing that we're doing, How Muffins Stole Christmas. It's going to be a lot of fun. The uh, most important thing you need to do is just continue to follow and support me in the podcast. I am on Twitter and Instagram at I am Grum. The podcast is at Dorkside Ring on Twitter and Instagram as well. This week we have two friends, a th- somebody else joining Jim Jam as a uh, technical third third time appearance or second time appearance ever uh, in OXO and his podcasting partner in. Uh, this in, from This Is Cash Youngest, who is also the podcasting partner of Lee, who you heard on the music episode with uh, with Squid. Uh, Youngest also is a part of Running Back the Hits, which apparently I might be on, waiting for something to get approved. They're, they're checking, making sure. It's a lot of fun. It'll be good. Hopefully. I don't know yet. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm going to put that out there, and hopefully the universe shall will it to be. But uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, either way, one of my favorite music podcasts. There's a couple of them that I actually listen to. Um, Running Back to Hate is always a good one. I enjoy. They grab the friends, talk music. Uh, the thing is, they know that, that if I'm on there, all I'm doing is talking about Silk Sonic. <laughs> which, uh, which is not entirely true. But Christmas music, that is uh, maybe... maybe Look, I've been listening to nothing but Christmas music the last week. And it has been glorious. A lot of fun. Uh, but a different type of music this week. We have Kurt Angle and John Cena doing rap battles uh, within within basic well, about the, about this same year. So what, a little story here. I remembered the goofy one. Right? I remember the one in 2002. Uh, I remember. I think they're both in 2002. But I remember the, you know the GIF where it's Kurt Angle in his jumpsuit and he's. And he's got his head. He's got. He takes John Cena's hat, hat, wears it backwards, all that stuff. It's very funny, right? Uh, then there's a more serious one. Well, I mixed up the two, the date of the goofy one, so we end up watching both the serious and the goofy one. So that'll be good. We end up talking a little bit about movies because their podcast, This Is Cash, is about 
a movie and they watch a movie and they decide was this cash or not is it good uh they've done a couple mainly it's it's similar to dork side of the ring where it's hey we're gonna get somebody on and we're gonna watch a movie that we we may have not watched right and we see hey was that movie good did you like that movie so if you like the concept that we have here, this is cash is also is the movie the movie equivalent. But those guys are better at it than I am. I will say that uh, it's a lot of fun. The ultimate thing that you need to understand about today's episode is that it is a goofy episode. There is, uh, I mean, the concept is two two wrestlers rap battling. So. <laughs> Uh, we get to talk a little bit about like Eight Mile, and we talk about battle rapping in general, uh, especially between like movie, um, like movie, uh, like I don't know, movie wrestlers in movies and whatnot. We, that's the other thing we talk about a lot of wrestlers in movies and Vince McMahon as well. So it's a lot of fun. So this episode's uh, we'll get, get under the way myself, OXO, youngest, the duo from This Is Cash. We're talking Kurt Angle battle raps with John Cena. Here on the Dork Side of the Ring podcast, starting now. Uh, not really. I, I've listened to a few episodes, so I kind of know how this goes. All right, that's like good. That's good. Oh, it's a, a vet. One of the few vets. It's him and yeah. Jim. Oh, that's like come with somewhat of an idea so well yeah because because oxo and jim jam were on uh the we're on, we were the first yeah they were the we first, were the first. <laughs> so i did one so ask tyler if i can get a segment around the same time that like scuba and kane were doing the splash bro stuff at first i asked if i, I basically pitched the, to, to tyler i said hey i know you're watching dark side of the ring big into this stuff i said what like i i've you know we've been talking about it in the cord and given that i'm a walking wrestling encyclopedia nine times out of ten i know mm. a lot of dorkier stuff a lot of goofier stuff that is lighter do you think you know i like it'd be cool if i could do like a 10 to 15 minute segment on the fun report with a cpf or two showing them a stuff and then we talk about it first one right and then jim jam was on the very first one because we talked about um james brown at super brawl 2000 uh and then oxo was the second one where we did the fire five funhouse match which uh, oxo uses ask me about current day wrestlers like yo is this still wrestler still like randy orton still wrestling i'm like yeah he just set somebody on fire he goes he's sick <laughs> I'm like he actually just RKO'd uh, well this before I think I, I was like yeah he RKO'd two women this year gold <laughs> gold it's like, he's like he's, he's going to hell I'm like well his character is going to hell you know at the very least <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah that's that's the that's all on Vince McMahon yeah exactly <laughs> exactly Vince McMahon gives him the playground to be this person that's not, that's not his fault it's it's Vince McMahon's fault, bro. Yeah, Vince McMahon writes it. He says, hey, you know what? Go out and RKO. <laughs> you same, know way, what same way Adam Silver and whichever GM, whichever NBA commissioner was before, I forget his name, uh, let Robert Sarver, you know, live his life. They <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Are we, are we recording or are we just... Yes, yes. we are. We absolutely... Yeah, recording, we are. Bro. Oh, we're in. Yes, oh, okay. we've been recording. So, you are <laughs> all your all your technical difficulties are now on display. Yes, they are. They are. But I'm gonna obviously edit out to where it gets to a point where it's a natural conversation. But the people will know that you had technical difficulty. De- the technical. Worst. 
but they won't know exactly what they were, but they'll wonder what they were. Yeah, so I got a big 404 error just like nice. tattooed on my forehead now. That's what <laughs> Um But yeah, so we're here on the dork side of the ring. We have from This Is Cash, a podcast about uh, movies. We've got we're on hiatus. We're on hiatus at this moment in time. We are on hiatus. Yeah, but you coming back soon. You can still you can still go back and, and listen to them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we we've nine got episodes. <laughs> nine episodes. That's nine hours or so of of at minimum, minimum. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've got OXO and Youngest. Uh, we've had Youngest other podcast co-host Leon here from uh, Running Back the the Hits, not the classic, but Running Back the Hits. Uh, mm. Gentlemen, hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me on, Grum. Honestly, gotta say, you out of like all the smaller podcasts I've listened to, I know this one is eventually gonna get bigger because you're like terrific at this like talking thing, especially like by yourself. Yeah. Which is an extremely That's the hard part, bro. That's a hard thing yeah. to do. So I, I gotta say, man, excited to be on, be a part of something that's that's definitely gonna make it. You're here on the ground level. And when we're yeah, big, I'm I'm bringing it all. So I'm being like, look, you know, I, when I get that big platform, that big stage, you know, I'll be like, mm-hmm. look, those this is Cash Boys, you know, you, you get in now, <laughs> get in now, you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, youngest O X O, glad to have you guys here. Uh, it is. Can we? Can we? Can we? Wait, 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 wait. I just want to say two things. Yeah. A, I'm going to use the bathroom after I say the second thing. Okay. B, um. <laughs> Yeah, back to piggyback off what Youngest said. Piggyback. <laughs> um, yeah, it it was a very. I thought about doing like a podcast like solo without Youngest for a few weeks, and I thought about it. And I was like, I don't got the energy for this, bro, and I don't care to do the whole guest thing by myself. Meaning, no, I can't do it. I'm not a you. You way tougher than me. You way tougher than me. All right, and I go ahead. Youngest, can I do your discussion. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. Go ahead, go ahead. Wash your hands. Do all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, you so he's gonna wash his hands. Like, I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I, I mean, we'll ask him, and he'll, he'll lie to yeah. us, or he'll tell us the truth. And because no matter what he says, he's gonna say, "Of course I did." I'd be shocked <laughs> if he tells me that he, if he's just like, "Yeah, no, nah, I did not wash my hands." Fuck. Why would I wash? My-? I would be surprised. Uh, Oxo is a clean, a clean, a cleanly, uh, cleanly man. Uh, yeah. But no, yeah, I, I like. I do appreciate that because the, um, like, it is tough to, and I do find myself when I listen back to be like, wow, I'm really just eating up the air. But, like, as a host, sometimes you got to eat up the air. Sometimes you just let the conversation just go and you're like, wow, I didn't talk that much. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Um, yeah. But, I mean, know, it all like, depends on your guests, too, when you mm-hmm. have guests that are like, me right now that's interrupting you you know mid-sentence you can kind of just let me rock but look when, when you got guests that are a little more shy then you can eat mm-hmm. up some airtime and you're good at both it's, I, it's I, impressive i i tell people this all the time cut me off like i will a hundred percent i mean I, I i stream you know and and sometimes you just got to talk um i wanted I, I was went to school for broadcasting part of that broadcasting included like a, a like a two-week course in like you know hosting a radio show a talk radio show to which naturally i pick sports and it's like all right well you and you and a partner have to do back and forth stuff and then like they were sick so they missed a week so i had to do 
art like assignments that week like by myself and i'm like well time to talk for half an hour by myself and just come up with these thoughts and just keep uh, going and try to get them back must have been a good one uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's just like one of those things of like it's it's a talent to do like it's it made me appreciate a guy like colin coward who used to just do this for fucking hours like yeah Stephen a smith Definitely. too like how can you have this much fucking opinions and words to back up those opinions when you're moved from topic to topic, just like kind of effortlessly without mm-hmm. like really thinking about it? Yeah, it's impressive. It's very we're impressive. Talking. Oh, we're we're talking, talking we were talking about uh, your guys' compliments of me of being a good yeah. host and yeah. relating it to like guys like Colin Coward and Stephen A, who just naturally are able to talk by themselves for hours every day of the week. Six hours, bro. Six hours. <laughs> yeah. Stephen yeah, only I... does it for like two, which is fine, but he has like his guests on first take. Colin, mm-hmm. Colin really is an impressive person because he'll yeah. just do the TV show, then the radio show, and then he'll do another hour after that. Yeah. That's sick. Ugh. <laughs> 30, think about it, that's like <laughs> 30 to 35 hours a week of just Talking, rambling, bro, rambling, and and, it, and like That's maybe why I don't believe he does any prep. You can, dude, you can't. You can't. Off the top I'm, like I, I do a very, I do the minimal amount of prep when I do this. I figure out when the show was. Mm-hmm. I just like date wise. I tend to remember the context of which, and if I don't remember the context of which, I bullshit it anyways, <laughs> and. Then, like, I might think of a question or two to guide the conversation after, like, what we talk about today, which is naturally how the conversations work, which is, hey, here's one question, and then we'll just ramble. Oh, we're done this topic? All right, let me go to the second question I had. Oh, it's it's been two hours, and we didn't even talk about one of the, like, the th- like I just did an episode with uh, X and Nisus, and we were talking about Shawn Michaels' coke addiction and how he used to fuck Sonny for, like, seven times a day. Uh, and have his buddy stand outside of a door and tell Sonny's boyfriend uh, or ex-lover or whatever that she was not, that he had not seen her and she was not inside the room that she was going to cheek clap in, like, for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, it, it was, uh, and I'm like, wow, we didn't talk about the thing at all. That's amazing. Like, I think that's the first thing that's ever happened. Uh, but yeah, we got OXO Youngest here. I think this is the longest preamble before the actual introductions uh, here. We do this alphabetically. Uh, OXO, my friend, tell the people a little bit about yourself, where they can find you if you want to be found on the social medias and uh, anything that is near and dear to your heart. Is Kurt Angle in this uh, SmackDown? Yes. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. You know, yes. I only say, you know, it's funny. I pulled, so in the gym today, um, I, pu- I strained my right trap. So I, I came home immediately. I'm popping like uh, Tylenol and ibuprofen since. So I'm right now I'm on my Kurt Angle, you know, <laughs> like a day. The peak of my uh, addiction, bro, going crazy. But so to answer the question that I asked OXO, <laughs> you can find him in the in the medical the the pharmacy aisle of your local drugstore. Uh, <laughs> no, um, we can you can follow us on this is Cash. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ali's Moods O L L I E. S M O O D S and on uh Instagram O L V O X O. Um 
Yeah, that's it, really. It's a lot of shit posting. It's a lot of me putting up my uh, videos of me working out. And it's a lot of me playing Fortnite clips on, on these things. So, you, you've been warned. Been warned. That's it. Expert, expert uh, marksman. I've seen him. Uh, youngest, what about you? Where can people find you on the interwebs and such? And uh, any, any causes or whatnot that is close to your heart? Uh, as OXO mentioned, you can find me on the This, this Is Cash page on Twitter. Um, we are on like a little bit of a hiatus now, but the show is going to come back eventually. Uh, I am also doing a music pod, which is also kind of on hiatus, but I think that's coming back sooner rather than later, called Running Back the Hits. You can find that anywhere you find podcasts. It's also on Twitter at, at Run Back the Hits, and then my personal Twitter account is at Youngest. Um, I don't do shit on there besides tweet about the Milwaukee Bucks, your NBA champions, and uh, some succession shit. They will repeat. They will repeat. Let these let, let these young niggas know. Let these young niggas know. <laughs> I disagree. However, I'm riding the high of a very fun to watch half court offense for the first time in about five years. So, know, actually, more than that. Yeah, I'm Sixers bored. look good, man. Sixers yeah. look good. They're beating up on bad teams, but that Chicago game was a lot of a lot of fun. Um. But yeah, this is Cash. I enjoy it. Uh, my my favorite episode is probably the Friday episode. Uh, so before we go in too much into the in dork side, what is this is Cash? Oh man, so we're really word. just like actually <laughs> me and Youngest. Um, we both admit and acknowledge the fact that we are not a uh, what's the word I'm looking for well-versed critics because we you know there's only so much we know about movies and stuff youngest knows more because youngest has done more film classes and stuff me um just like uh i guess one of these sports analysts on espn or fs1 i don't do any prep when we come when it's time to discuss a movie you know i just go up in there just say yo this is how i feel about the movie and youngest you know tries to steer the line you know keep us keep us in the right direction so we finish the whole discussion we like having guests we also don't you know we might we don't mind just uh, it being just us chatting yeah. and talking shit about movies i would say our our like elevator pitches i know Rum really mentioned the Friday episode, which we both love Friday, and that was a lot of fun. <laughs> but our main focus, for the most part, is we mostly do movies that you can't really find other podcasts on. Um, yeah. You look up Friday, or you look up Pulp Fiction, or Godfather, you're gonna find like nine hundred podcasts on everything. But Everyone we do, yeah, we try to do a little bit more obscure movies, some foreign movies, that kind of thing, and kind of introduce some people to newer stuff or different stuff that they normally won't hear people discussing. Yeah, I think the Friday one is just fun because it's Friday. I have the background. I know the movie you talk about. Whereas, like, some of them are like, I think Suze was on and she had like a very. very yeah, yeah. You say correctly. Uh, and I'm like, huh? Excuse me? God bless you. Movies, movies a banger. That so it's like, fucking it's like, banger. all right, you listen to it, and you're like, all right, this is going on my list of movies to watch because three people I trust their opinion on enjoy this movie. So, you know, exactly. I'll, I'll go watch it. Uh, but see, yeah, so check out this is Cash on uh, on 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 uh, uh, Twitter, Spotify, Spotify uh, and. Maybe it's on. Is it? I think it's on. Uh, 
on Apple Podcasts as well, right? We need to fix that. We need to fix that. Fix don't worry about that. If you need it, just DM us if you need Just DM us. Yeah. We will, we will uh, get back to you. And then Young Ince is also a uh, co-host of Running Back the Hits, which we've had Lee on. Just a reminder. They just go back and listen to music. Uh, it's just it's a music podcast. So if you like music, those two are fun are fun listens to. Uh, number one hip hop podcast. <laughs> so we've got today a fun episode of Dorkside ahead of ourselves because we have you two here, and you know we're talking a little bit about wrestling. Uh, we we go in inverse of alphabetical when I ask this question. So we'll start with you, youngest. Youngest, what's your background in professional wrestling? Ooh boy! So wrestling. I was like a huge fan when I was like in fourth to sixth grade, which was about like 08 to like 2010 ish. Same time as me. Look at this guy. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I, <laughs> I, I didn't have cable growing up, so I could only watch SmackDown. Um, so watched a lot of SmackDown on Friday nights because I'm a kid and I don't really have anywhere to go. Then as I got older, obviously. I started going out on Friday nights more, so I wasn't watching SmackDown as much, so I kind of drifted away from wrestling itself. And I would say my junior and senior year of high school, randomly, uh, there was like a wave that went through between my friends and like other kids I went to school with that were like starting to reminisce about wrestling. And we started like get into it a little more, started watching pay-per-views together and stuff. Um, so I got back into it, and now I'm kind of at a point where I just watch like WrestleMania every year. I'm not really on the weekly shows or anything, but yeah, wrestling, like at one point, was my favorite sport. Like, yeah, basketball's always been there, but wrestling was something like every Friday night, I got to sit down, got to watch SmackDown. It was something I was really into, kind of drifted away, and, you know, trying to find, <laughs> trying to find my way back. Like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do the, like, weekly stuff. Like, I don't know if I can do Monday night and Friday night, but I've caught a few Royal Rumbles and stuff with Grum. Uh, streaming on here and like watching mm-hmm. stuff like that. Oh, so what about you? What's your? Uh, I know this uh, from our previous. Hey, my pop, man. What's your? Uh, what's your relationship with the with the Graps? Niggas on my pop, man. Um, when it comes to wrestling, uh, Grum had to correct me last time I was on to not use the word fake. Wrestling is not fake. It is scripted. It Thank is you. very Thank well you. scripted and designed to entertain us all. And every sports, every sport since having watched how wrestling has blown up has tried to orchestrate similar things in scripting mm-hmm. and marketing. Um, and I was going to say, um, in the same time as a youngest, I was in love with wrestling. I was just in love with violence. Keep it above <laughs> a few. Physical violence when I was five, when I was going from fifth grade to fifth grade to ninth grade i just you know whatever whatever involved violence i was with so wrestling put me into ufc ufc put me into boxing and i just i would just try to circle between um all three my favorite wrestlers i used to hate randy Orton, like i said in the last episode but now i'm just i see what i see what his character was for i really and i just i'm just amazed because he vince mcmahon really is the true marketing genius of america no one will ever do it as good as him because he had us all watching um, the most toned and chiseled people beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and it's just modern. It's it's modern Shakespeare and Roman gladiator battles. It's it, it 
it is a it is a very interesting hybrid of the two uh and i will forever love it because of that because it's like this weird primal like yeah watch this yeah drop him on his head it's like yeah, but they're doing it I was begging safely. people to get hit with a chair, bro. I was begging people to get hit with a chair. <laughs> you're like the... I was like, hit him. Hit him. Kill him. You're like, you're like the lady in uh, Shrek at the... When you're like, yeah, take the chair. Hit him with the chair. When Shrek's just beating everybody's ass uh, at the uh, uh, the Farquhar uh, Stadium, wherever the hell it is. Begging uh, for it. <laughs> who amongst us has not begged for violence at some point in our life? America. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, today is, I, I talked a lot about it a little bit, today's a fun one. Uh, there's not much violence. Uh, I shouldn't say that. There is violence, but not not entirely physical violence. Um, it's not gratuitous? It's not gratuitous, no, no. It is, it's, it's very, like, like I said, limited physical violence. However, there will be murder in these streets. Uh and uh, you'll see when, when I get to it. But before I do that, I do want to ask you guys, um, what are your guys' thoughts, since you are the movie guys, what are you guys' thoughts on the movie 8 Mile? <laughs> <laughs> like, in all seriousness, like, I'm not the biggest Eminem fan. 8 Mile, just in general, and, like, the way it's constructed and, like, narratively and how it flows... It's impressive. It's uh, well designed. Especially... It's well designed for what they have to do. Yeah, it, it keeps you entertained the whole way through. I honestly, I got excited for a little bit. I thought you were going to ask me about 12 rounds. I was like, <laughs> we'll get to rounds. that. We'll get to that. That's after everything. Uh, 12 get... What's 12 I... rounds about? 12... John Cena, oh, baby. Oh, oh, oh yes. Boy. I've seen that movie. That movie yeah. banged. Well, there, there's, it was it, not the Marine, but 12 rounds is the one where like the he's got to go through 12 rounds yeah, to save the... Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, All right, making sure. Yeah, the Marine's still the greatest. W, but we'll get to that afterwards because that's definitely. These are definitely definitely on my list of, of things we uh, to to talk about if we need to. Uh, but all right, so you know, eight mile. I like eight mile. I think my favorite part about eight mile is indeed what is intended to be the final, ba- ba- you know, battle where he just yeah. goes, "I'm going to say everything you're going to say about me," and I don't give a hell. I don't give a fuck. Like there's, you can't clown me. More than I can clown myself. Uh, good yes, luck, though. I'm this and th- yes, I'm this and that. But you are also this and that. So yeah. what now? <laughs> yeah, like I and it's just, like like you said, it's it's very well crafted because it sells you on the whole idea of like, hey, this is Eminem's life life story in a sense, and very much it sells inspired. You on the idea that this rap battle matters. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter. It's a rap battle, but yeah. like, the way it builds up and the hype and stuff, like you said, when you get to that moment, it's it's a lot of fun. Like you you yeah. get into it at that point. Look, that movie had me screaming, uh, "Fuck the free world!" Three one three, and not understanding <laughs> any of it. Like I just be, I be, I be at Old school. Detroit Aero Code. Never been <laughs> Did, Michigan, bro. Didn't even never know it. Been never been in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, "Fuck free world!" Three one three. And also, it made me, um, for the longest time, and I still do it from time to time, but the middle finger and the thumb, because mm-hmm. I thought that, I don't know why I thought that that was... Cooler. It, 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 it's cooler than yeah. regular. It was revolutionary. It really was. <laughs> like, there, there's another way to tell someone to fuck off. It's, also, it's pretty... incredibly dirty-ass sex scene where they're having sex in a factory. I forgot about that one. That's nasty. Bro, they talked a lot in the movie. They actually. did. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yo, youngest, me and you, we go, we talk about this, man. We talk about it all the time. 
They people didn't, don't fucking move. Yeah, Hollywood has <laughs> really fucking. No, seriously, uh, think about it, bro. No, you're right. It, you're right. Absolutely it's right. 2015. How many sections have you seen in a movie? It, nah. It's relatively small. Movies before, yeah. you had a sex scene in every movie, guaranteed at least one. Pe- yeah, like, they're fucking like crazy name, Miles. Yeah, they, they're like Drew Barrymore, not Drew Barrymore, uh, Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy. Why, yeah, I don't yeah. know why I confuse yeah. the two of them all the time. I, I do. I feel so bad because they're, I feel like they're the same, they're, the, they're two sides of the same coin. Like, but yeah, Brittany Murphy got, she got a lot of business, uh, in that movie. Uh, yeah. so did other, other women. Uh, but yeah, the, I, it just sticks out. I'm like, man, he works at a fucking car part factory and you guys are fucking, you are horny. You are horny. Yo, you, you've heard, you've heard one CPF member tell us where he had sex before. That's bro. true. That's true. <laughs> Think about it. It's not, it's not too far from it's, possibility. Bro. It's, not, it's not, but it's just. Far. Y'all, you have to be really horny to be having sex at a fucking man. car park yeah, factory. Yeah. People, people have sex. Yo, you'd be surprised, man. People have sex at work all the time. I mean, look, I'm in a, I work <laughs> in a cemetery, and they don't. And some people don't work here, and they have. I, they, all right, so you get like it. I, you see yeah, I understand it. I, I see the. I, I oh, I understand the vision. I see the vision too. All right, uh, I don't want to see it, but I see it. <laughs> but, uh, but no, and that like, it's just. And then he walks in, and he walks in on her at the recording studio, and she's just getting clapped up. And he's like, well, I'm not recording this fucking album. Fuck this. <laughs> like, like, man, you paid for that studio time. Come on. Bro, bro that was not cheap studio time, bro. That was no, not cheap. He ain't got no money or nothing, man. Yeah, and he spent it on a studio. <laughs> Said, no, I just saw my the girl of my dreams who is not a girl so of far. anybody's dreams. So <laughs> yeah, far. so far. So far. But yeah, and yeah, then rest, like rest in peace to Bernie Murphy. Yes. Uh, yeah, she died. She died pretty. I remember mm-hmm. like when she passed, and Eight Mile was the only movie I'd seen of her. <laughs> yeah, right. And the girl from Eight Mile. Died. Damn, the girl from Eight Mile died. And it's like, nah, she's been in actually like other movies that are are also good. It's just she had an impressive like acting resume for somebody her age. Uh, yeah, she died at thirty two, and she was in like twenty five movies. Yeah. Like, and- <laughs> And like fifteen of them, like hit, hit were good, good. Like yeah, that's two movies a year, bro. That's yeah. two movies a year. Yeah, uh, wild, wild. When you really think about it. Um, but the reason I ask is because similar to Eight Mile, today's topic involves battle rapping. Now, nice. battle rapping in WWE has a long, well, not long, but it's just, it's happened multiple times. Um, Shout out Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> John Cena, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the most recent of which uh, was the New Day battle rapping against the Usos with Wale as the special MC. That is not what we're watching. We're also not going to watch when Bo Dallas and the Social Outcast barred up Flo Rida on Monday Night Raw. Not watching that today. We might watch. You mean, you mean, you mean the actual Flo Rida? Actual like, Flo, yes. Yes, the one who was on the whole state of Florida, the entire state of Florida. Yes, Flo Rida, wow. the the boots with the fur. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Barred up by Bo Dallas. After I get off. <laughs> but we are watching not the very first one either, because there is John Cena versus Brian Spanky Kendrick. Uh, we're not watching that. We are watching from 2003, October 9th, to be exact. The battle, the the epic bat, battle rap of history between 
John Cena and Kurt Angle. Nice. The GOAT. That's right. Kurt Angle. I'm fucked up, just like him. Yes, sir. <laughs> this is slightly... Yes, sir. He, he is... Actually, no, this is... He had broken his neck early. No, no, mm-hmm. he, was, he was kind of, but not super on it just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the Kurt Angle... Uh, m- many people might know this gif of Kurt Angle with his hat sideways and doing... Yes, gang- yes. That is the genesis of this gif. This is the second time in which I am going to provide the context of a well-known Kurt Angle gif here on the dork side. The first time being the uh, milk milk bathing uh, mm-hmm. gifs. Mm-hmm. So we're going to watch that from the... That's the, that's the gif that... um. One member, one CPF member uses whenever he's horny white women. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so, I it is I. I <laughs> it's not even you, but vibes, vibes. I was cool. So, so this is from the season five. Actually, before we do, <laughs> that is it. That is it. That is the gif. Uh. But no, so <laughs> so before we get into this, I want to ask: Who do you have the prediction? Who wins this this battle rap? Is it John Kurt Cena Angle, or Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle. Oh, it's John Cena, bro. All right, good. I like that you guys uh, are you know disagreeing here. Uh, we're mm-hmm. gonna watch this here on Dork Side of the Ring, season five, episode forty-one of. Friday night SmackDown, October 9th, 2003 is a date. Time code 40 seconds, 40 minutes, 24 seconds. We're going to watch this here on the dork side of the ring. Um, and we'll see you on the other side. This is the American Dream Dusty Rhodes here with another little advertisement for the Grum Patreon, the Dork Side Patreon, everything encompassing Grum.tv and all of his proprieties, such as this here podcast up there. Today, exactly last month in the, in the early, early, pre I don't know what the word. Next month, January is when officially everything moved towards the Patreon. We got streams. We got we got the uh, the dark side of the ring. We got YouTube. It all starts next month, January, baby. You're in the middle of Grummus. Joy is Grummus for you and yours. But here's the thing. We got stuff still cooking on the Patreon right now. You got a little bit early access to episodes like these. You also got a little bit of a... You get a little watch along. It's a lot of fun. Just like this one from this last the one that just went up right now. The most recent one that went up. The Hog Pen Match. Baby, episode 10. Damn more. Sophie Preap and Grom. Take a listen to it. Here for a little preview of what they were talking about watching that match. I don't know if that's fair in terms of wrestling attire. That one guy... Well, I don't know. It's just equally weird. One guy's coming in in uh, equestrian clothes. The other one, other guys in literally dressed clothes. for a slot match. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what, couldn't be dressed rest- more appropriately. They couldn't be dressed more appropriately and unappropriately. He's for this wrestling match. in like work boots. The other guy's wrestling yeah, in riding. Dude. Like, like those aren't wrestling boots that look like. No. <laughs> those are legitimate. No. He said, oh, "Let me get some Timberlands. I'll be all right." That's right, you can get all that there, listen more of that and more, like the Teddy Long or the King of the Road match, all that stuff and more on the Patreon. Go to support.grum.tv, subscribe to the tier of your choosing. We got one, five, ten, twenty-five. Twenty-five gets a special episode just for you, baby. That's right, you get that special episode just for you. Uh, we gonna work on them. But in the meantime, baby, you go there. You can also continue to support for free. Just follow. 
on the social media at Dorkside Ring and leave a five star review. We're going to get back to them in just a minute. Don't worry, a five star review on Apple Podcasts and we're going to read it, baby. That's right, Dusty Rhodes here wishing you and yours a joyous grumbus. Let's get back to the episode. That is, that's, <laughs> that was how the first rap battle ended uh, on, uh, for, for, for one, uh, Kurt Angle and John Cena. We're back here on the dork side. Uh, so, I do have to apologize before we get into it uh, to our listeners. I had my dates mixed up. I thought that the dis- October uh, 3rd, uh, the, the October uh, SmackDown, or October 9th SmackDown, was the SmackDown that involved the desired uh, dork side rap battle. Uh, it was actually the July 10th one, uh, so I'll put the time code in that. Um, but we got to watch two of them, uh, and um, who? All right, so we'll do this since there was two of them. Who, <laughs> who, won, who won? Who won the first one? The 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 first one was it? Was it Angle or? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you mean the first one chronologically or the one we watched first? The the one that we watched first. Um, I want to say John. I don't like that. I don't like saying John. I don't say John. <laughs> Youngest, what about you? Who you got? Well, you know, I want to say John Cena because John Cena like did body him, but Kurt Angle not Kurt Angle's like a, a dad, bro. He shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> well, not only that, he he got John Cena flustered and he had the crowd into it, and like mm. that's the whole point of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's not about who's got the better bars; it's about who's got the crowd and who mm-hmm. makes the other person mad. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think Kurt Angle got it, you know. All right. So what about the what about the second one that we watched? The uh, the one where he, uh, he he jacks his hat and uh, says he hasn't majored in hugonomics. Who you who you guys got? Who who won that one? It's Kurt Angle for a fact, though. Yeah, I was gonna say same answer. All hey, right, Kurt so... might have even had the bars too. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, you can Jay Monty for the first one too. Because he oh. called John Cena. A white boy trying to be black. That's it. That's, that's, he won. He spin. He's like, yo, bro, act your race. Act your race, bro. It's okay. Both both times he called him white, the camera like pants to Cena's face, and he acts like he just got called a slur. Like, it's so true, bro. How dare you call me white? I'm not white. You can't believe it, bro. You can't believe it, bro. He refuses to believe it. Refuses. Both, both times he's freaking the fuck out. Like, Cena, the f- Cena acting offended at everything Angle's saying is probably my favorite part of both of those videos. Yeah. <laughs> he's Get the fuck out of here, bro. Get the, the fuck out of here. The, oh, fuck. the first one they, that we watched when he said, like, I, you know, a, a kid that's, you know, who's trying to be a white kid who's trying to be black. They find the only black person within the camera only, to yeah, get the their. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, let him know, Kurt. Let that nigga know. <laughs> yeah, I think Kurt Angle won both of them, uh, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Uh, the first one, without a doubt. I mean, when you start off, my name's Kurt Angle, and what the heck? I won the gold, I won Olympic gold with a broken freaking neck. That's that that that's hard to top because in a battle rap you want to come out strong talk about yourself and why you're the shit and then talk about why they're not the shit. You can't. It's hard to get better than a gold medal. Like people, Olympic gold medal, Olympic gold medal. You going against a killer, a killer, a killer. There are four champ. There are four NBA MVPs. uh, You know, awarded. 
for every one Olympic gold medal that's given out. Like, sure, Giannis has won two of them in the same span of somebody winning a gold medal, so he has two, but he'd have to win all four, and that, unfortunately, has not happened. On we a get three. We have, a with, with a broken <laughs> neck, you know? Like... Bro was on, bro was Ooh. on Novocaine. Simple, bro. He was pumped up. Not Novocaine, lidocaine. There we go. He, wait, hold on. He, he went for like, re- like Olympic wrestling in one. Yes. Yes. So oh, in shit. nineteen yeah. in nineteen ninety six, the Atlanta Games, Kurt yeah. Angle uh, represented this is America. This is a hooper. <laughs> yes, very much a hooper. Uh, <laughs> he broke his neck in the qualifiers for the Olympics. And basically got in, he had to take, he took off like a tournament and then won a next tournament and qualified for the Olympics and then got to the Olympics. He's, he's in there. The guy who was favored to win got disqualified in the semifinals. So he only had to beat like the third. So like, he's like, Whoa, I might actually win gold gold. Like this is holy shit. And he wins it with a broken neck. And it is... I don't know if you guys have the, the movie Foxcatcher. Not when I got... Like, I know the movie Foxcatcher. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard of it and heard so a the, lot about it. The I have Fox... not seen it, and it's weird because it came out, like, 2015. Like, yes. it came out while I was, like, an adult. So, so the story about Foxcatcher, the movie, the, 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 the true story it's based off of, involves Kurt Angle. Angle. It, did not, uh-huh. it, it involves... The guy, so the guy who sponsored Kurt Angle and other Olympic wrestlers, is the guy who went and just killed his brother, and shit like that. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert for the for the <laughs> for the movie. <laughs> um, but it's a very it's a very well it's a it's a very like well known thing. The guy or, he wasn't the, sorry he wasn't the guy that killed the 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 guy who sponsored it was not the guy who killed he was the one who was killed. I had I had it backwards. Um, the greatest Olympic wrestling championship. Champion brother team joins Team Foxcatcher, led by multimillionaire sponsor John E. Dupont, mm-hmm. as they train for the 1988 Games in in Seoul, Korea, a union that leads to unlikely circumstances. That is the movie, according to Letterboxd. Yeah, so it is. It is basically how the those brothers are everything. And like I think the brother who dies, is, or who was killed, is the brother who sponsored. Kurt Angle for the Olympic Games, and like brought him to the Foxcatcher uh, facility and all that. It's a wild story. Uh, Kurt Angle talked about it on his podcast. Like he gave like his involvement, and he goes, "Yeah, this is a wild story." Kurt Angle's um, a podcast. I might listen, bro. Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, it, it's a Kurt Angle show. It's okay. I don't. It's not my favorite of uh the ad free shows, but but I mean, it's Kurt Angle talking about Kurt Angle things. So. Like he's like, yeah, no, I was that fucking guy. Also, I was popping seventy two Vicodins a, 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 a day. <laughs> does he address his problematic yes, past? Yep. You know, yes, he does. Race, race uh, women. Uh, are you talking about the bestialities? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, young, youngest don't know. Youngest, you know about that? I do not. I Kurt okay. Angle. I'm like too familiar All with right. it. Kurt Angle. So, so Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, <laughs> uh, in a feud with Bro- uh, Booker T. For years, uh, not, not, not for years. It was, it was for for a couple months. But the feud was because Kurt Angle had a f- hyper fixation on Booker T's wife Charmel, and when he 
the reason why he had hyperfixation is because he was just horny. He, he was horny for gutter trash, and that's exactly the word that he gutter trash. Like he he basically said like she's ghetto and I'm I'm hot for it and I need to get I need to get me some some piece of like he I need to get me some black gutter trash. Is some ghetto ass, bro. That's what he is mind. it is is akin to what he said. I think gutter trash is definitely the word, but he was like, very, the implication was she's black, and I have a, a fetish nigger. for it. She's a nigger. <laughs> she, she, but and I'm you know into I'm I'm into that. But what is the kicker of it is that in doing the promo, he could not remember the word that was written for him, which was animalistic sex. He could not remember the exact word, but he knew that it had, he, he goes he goes. I want to have sex with your wife. I want to have <laughs> raw sex with your wife. I want to have bestiality sex with your wife. And it's like, what? What? Excuse? Kurt, that's not are what you, you... Are you good? <laughs> what? <laughs> you you okay, want me... <laughs> like, like, what? And, he's, and he talks about it. He goes, I couldn't remember it. And, like, it was live to tape. And they were like, yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> and he could not remember not animal. Know, not the knowing the implications. Not, not knowing yeah, that he's not, referring to a black person as an animal. Not yeah. knowing. Well, know. that's it, right. The, the thing is, it's like it's it double. That way. It's it was double. That way. Well, it was, it was written for animalistic sex. Like he wanted to have like just you know, the animalistic Pretty. sex. That, you know, yeah. so the, the sex that they used to be having on the in the movies. You know, he wanted to be mm -hmm. having the eight mile uh, factory sex. Mm -hmm. Um, but he couldn't remember the word animalistic and his brain just goes well animalistic no no bestiality and it's like all right so one you're comparing a black woman to an animal and two you want to have sex with an animal is what you're saying kurt like they just left it in <laughs> yeah but they've it talked about it look. it's just it is wild poor kurt angle because he's like yeah i just do what they write for me and like you know it's mm. Like, One of those bro, times. Bro. I didn't even like. I didn't even like Shorty for real. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just I'm so. Just... It's so fuck. Like it's it, the way he delivers it too. Is he's like, I just want to have. So bro, he's so he's so emphatic about it. So bestiality, like, sex with the, your wife. The Viking, you can see the Viking in his eyes, bro. You can see it, <laughs> bro, percolated. So uh, the gold go medal thing actually makes sense on the whole America like ordeal. Like mm -hmm. the thing he was going for there. So I, I get that now. That makes a little more sense. So when they did... Um, wait, isn't the new... The guy who just won Gable the US Stevenson? championship. Yes, yep. isn't he about to be the, the next coming Kurt Angle he, anyway? He is He is a mix of like Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. Awesome. This is, yeah. this is my favorite wrestler. This is my favorite wrestler <laughs> of all time. This uh, is awesome. I mean, he also has rape allegations, so oh, it's a little... It's not my favorite wrestler. It's not my favorite yeah, yeah, It's messy. Um, the, um, but no, so like Kurt Angle debuted in 1998, uh, adoring the height of Stone Cold and the Attitude Era. And Vince McMahon goes, you're going to be a bad guy and you're just going to be talking about doing America. things the right way. Not even, <laughs> not even that. Like he's like, so he starts off and like he's, he's got to his big wrestling debut in the Survivor Series in 1998. And he basically yells at, or 99, sorry, not 98, 99. He basically yells at the crowd for booing him. He's like, how dare you boo me? I am an Olympic hero. 
I am an I am an American hero, and you're gonna boo me? How I I exemplify integrity, intelligence, and and, uh, and, and like whatever the three eyes and whatnot, and uh, like he basically was the antithesis of like Stone Cold, which is beer drinking, crass, fuck you, and he's like, no, no, no. I am a role model. I'm doing everything by the... I do everything correctly. Like, I, I am... 316. Without, yeah, meanwhile, he, and the funny thing is, he's like, I envisioned myself being like Kurt... A or like uh, like Stone Cold. Because, you know, I'm tough. <laughs> I, you know, nobody could really beat me. Like, the story goes, uh, in 1997... Or 96, 97, he goes to WWE, and they offer him a contract. And he goes, uh, yeah, but I can't lose. Refuse to lose, bro. Refuse. And then, they, go, they go, what, what, what do you mean you you can't lose? He goes, I can't lose. Like, I'm an Olympic gold medalist. I, can't I, can, actually, I can actually wrestle. I can yeah, actually he's like, tussle. He's like, it would be insulting to the wrestling community if I actually lose one of these fake <laughs> matches. And they're like, well, have a good one then, Kurt. Have a good one. <laughs> so he leaves. He gets, a, he gets into, like, some acting, but it's not, like, good acting. And... Uh, the uh, he gets a job as a sports announcer for Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, uh, like news, and it's just okay. not fun for him at all. So he calls he calls his agent, and his agent's like, "Hey, try to call the WWE back. I, I I'll take that I'll take that job." And they're like, "Well, you're gonna you're gonna get a fifth of what we offered you. Also, you're gonna go train in a fucking warehouse in fucking Connecticut with other with no name guys." And, humble yourself, bro. Humble yourself. Yeah, and it's like well, it's like the lesson was like, hey, like, you know, you're not bigger than wrestling, Kurt Angle, just because you won the <laughs> Olympic gold medal. And he's just like, I took me a little bit to learn this. But yeah, no, he's uh, I'll, Kurt Angle has done some wild stuff. I mean, it, a lot of his, a lot of the wilder stuff coming after, uh, you know, after WWE, uh, in TNA, where Kurt Angle became a thing. My favorite part, of, my favorite uh, Kurt Angle fact is, um, aside from the Vikings, it's <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he used to wrestle. Well, Vince McMahon used to try to wrestle with him mm. whenever they were off, whenever they were like on set, like doing rehearsal. And that's just the funniest thing in the world to me because Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is big and shit, but I don't think yeah. he actually stands a chance against fucking. Mm -mm. Kurt Angle, but he was really like trying to like go at him every day. Every time you saw him, Kurt Angle was like, "Yo, bro, you good? <laughs> do you want to? You, you want to? I can expound on the, that that favorite fact of yours and make it even more of your favorite fact, bro. I, I've read the I read the thread about Vicky Man um, like three times, bro. Please light <laughs> more. Enlighten so me. I love that thread, man. So he wrestled. He re he would try to wrestle and take down Kurt Angle. Yeah, all the time. Bro. All the time, and when and not just at the shows. There on was, planes. On planes. In a car, maybe. So to the, so no no seriously legitly on on a plane, that he he was you know some drinks were being had and mm -hmm. he he calls he basically calls he's like Kurt you're a bitch like you call Kurt to like the to first class like yo come up here bro me rest with there, you they're they're on their <laughs> private jet he's like look. You're a bitch. I could take you down, and you're and you're you're a bitch. And he's just like egging him on. And finally, Kurt, being a, a little inebriated, uh, just goes all fine. Right, fuck right, it. Like, fuck it. Fuck it. Like it. Uh, you it's know. Possible. So he does this. They're wrestling, 
they wake up the Big Show, right? Undertaker, no, the, they they wake up the Undertaker, and yes. the Undertaker <laughs> is just choking him up. <laughs> picks them, literally, like, basically grabs the both of them by their throats and tells them to knock it off. And it's like one of those like only in wrestling can a the boss of your uh, like the, like only in wrestling can the, well maybe not so much now the whole Robert Sarver shit, uh, but the boss thinking <laughs> that they are as good as the the professionals b the one of the professionals getting woken up on a private jet to him the boss and another uh, his coworker wrestling and choking his boss and c his boss going thanks for having my back there yeah, bro. Yo, he's like, yo, you can let him down. Let him down. Let him down, though. Let him down, bro. You, you kill him. You, bro, chill. Relax. 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 You're in the, you're in the product, bro. Relax. Like, thanks for having my back. I knew I could count on you there, Taker. And it's like, man, f- why, why do you gotta go pick a fight with the, the one guy in here who's fucking legit? Like, what the fuck? Oh, jeez. What's the, what's the, like, too long didn't read on, uh, Vince McMahon's like wrestling career. Like, was he wrestling beforehand and then he took it over? Or is, no, no, no. So his you need to read the Twitter thread about Vince McMahon. So that's what you need to do. You do need to do that because it provides wild context after the fact. But his father was a promoter. His grandfather oh, was yeah. a promoter. So his grandfather ran the New York territory of professional wrestling. Uh, New York, Philadelphia, Boston. Washington DC area for the Atlantic. basically yeah, the like Atlantic the, division. Like it, it, basically, yeah. Like the in between like New England down to about Philly and a little bit and sometimes like Maryland area. Um mm-hmm. in like the nineteen twenties. His so Vince McMahon's father, Vincent J. Ken, uh, McMahon, wrestle or or started picked it up and made up. Are you sure? Vincent, Vincent, J, Vincent J. McMahon and Vince McMahon is Vincent K. McMahon. Uh, yeah. so, so lazy. So yeah, it lazy. is. It is so lazy. So his father got you know was promoting, and his father was promoting like Madison Square Garden. Bruno Sammartino was his champion. Blah 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 blah. Vince McMahon, growing up with his mother in North Carolina, knew who his father was. And wanted to get yeah. in the wrestling business, and Vince's Vince's dad was like, "Nope, you can't Forgot do it." Him. Like, no. So Vince basically yeah. went up there and was like, "I'm working for you," and he did. He was an announcer. He would do like the rings ring stuff. He would do, you know, ringside interviews and stuff like that. And then he bought the company. He bought out everybody in the company. Like he basically was like, "Hey, I want I want to I want to buy the company from my dad, and I can't without your guys' share." But if you guys give me your shares in the in the the promotion, uh, you'll come back. You'll come back. You'll come I guarantee. I guarantee you guys will have lifetime employment. Like you never have to worry about whether or not. As long you know, trust me on this. And they were like, "All right, fine. We're gonna trust the kid." And it, history was changed forever. Oh, yeah. Um, I was gonna say he's he's kind of fucking big. Like just, man, like, between man the height and, like, size and everything, so I mm-hmm. thought he might have like, done some wrestling and Mm-mm. did all that. But... Bro, he just likes working out. He, he just likes yeah. workout. <laughs> he is fascinating. He w- There's a story where uh, Mark Henry, world's strongest man, Mark Henry, who is 
Legitimately. Like certified. Certified certi- strongest like, man. <laughs> won the world's strongest man, like the Arnold Classic and shit like that. Uh, went Olympic powerlifter. Now, he didn't medal, but he qualified in the very same Olympics that Kurt Angle won gold medal in. Um, Mark Henry was a lifelong wrestling fan. His very first time meeting Vince McMahon is in a weight room. Out. Vince wants out bench pressing, bro. Can you believe this? <laughs> Vince, <laughs> Vince goes, looks at him and goes, how much can you bench? And he's like, uh, 545, you know, three times. And then he goes, ha, world's strongest in my ass. <laughs> and, like, Vince is, was dead set that he could out, like, outwork and outlift Mark Henry. And, and here's the thing. If you go, if you don't look at like weight at a single thing, but you go like total weight, like over a workout session, Vince clears his ass just because Vince worked out. The story went, Vince worked out from 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. Straight. Vince is a monster. Because he was working out until Mark Henry tapped out and Mark Henry tapped (laughs) out at 2 a.m. Like 1 a.m. And Vince is like, I got two more hours in me. And then he went to sleep. And then called him at six in the morning. To, hey, let's go, bro. To, let's get back to, into it, bro. To, let's get it. <laughs> to go. All right, hey. So we can let's go sign this contract, Mark. Like he's a he is a psychopath. The man bro, sleeps under four hours a night, and he's seventy six right now, and he's uh, he looks like dog shit. But that guy's way too healthy, and he's going to outlive everybody. And my theory is, when his body dies. His spirit will just be. That's when. That's it, when they it, get it, your it'll take over, bro. It, it'll just take over, bro. It'll just take over someone else's so, body. So who's gonna take over Shane? No. <laughs> Shane is a dub. Shane, only, Shane, not even with WWE anymore, right? No, no, Shane's yeah. with WWE. Yeah, no, he's no, with WWE. Bro, Shane, like fucking him. Shane jumped off a cage, bro. Yeah, that was the one. You think that matters, Vince? You think that matters, Vince? Bro, he does not like his son. He likes his son-in-law. He likes his son-in-law. Shane McMahon has been trying to kill himself for his father's approval for like 20 years, bro. He he just like, yo, I don't care, bro. Well, what's funny is Shane in 2008 left the company. He sold all of his shares. He sold his shares to his family and went to go work for some uh, some Chinese, uh, like Chinese YouTube, like government-funded YouTube (laughs) in China. Um, and other comp and other things where he was legitimately a successful businessman outside the industry, and they just came back because that's his family business. Yeah, it wasn't fun, bro. It was not as fun, bro. But also, like he didn't do any. Like it's not like he got into the corporate structure. He just exists. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, I'm it's just is giving. It's giving Connor Roy, our uh, youngest, giving <laughs> Connor Roy, giving some Connor Roy. Grum, <laughs> who was he? Who was he fighting when he jumped off the cage at oh, WrestleMania? You're, you're like five, years ago. five years ago. Okay, that was Undertaker. It was it the Hell in a Cell? Yeah, that was Undertaker. What? Why yeah. are you fighting Rest- one of the greatest wrestlers of all time? What? But all right, okay. So <laughs> here we go. Ready? Bang! History time. So in 2000 and because WrestleMania 38 was just now, so that was six years ago. So 2015, 2016. Sorry, 2016, 2016. Uh, yeah. Vince or Shane McMahon comes back when and interrupts an a, a heritage award or some bullshit made up award that was being awarded to Vince. Shane McMahon comes back, fucking roof gets blown off. Nobody th- ever like it was one of those like, wow, Shane McMahon coming back is really popular. Uh, 
like would have never have thought of dig not to this level. And he basically goes like, "You're killing this company, and I'll be damned if you ruin my son's future." He goes, mm. he goes, "Your grandfather built this company. Your father maintained it. You took it to new heights. But I'll be damned if you don't let my grandchildren have an opportunity to continue this legacy." To which it's funny because in the ring as well is Stephanie Man with her children, who, who she has her literally, three daughters. Literally, <laughs> literally, literally with the next generation right there. And literally, the, the kid he likes more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Shane basically is like, "Look, like I want control of the comp. I want the company, and I'm willing to fight for it." And he goes, "All right, fine, bet. You can face the Undertaker. You can face my greatest creation at WrestleMania, in my in his greatest creation." You can face the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell, and and because and basically Shane, ha- he's like, I have this black box, you know, of he, all this blackmail. Isn't Shane so he- like forty at this time, bro? Yeah, yeah, he's like older. He's bro, like you too 40. big to jumping off. You, bro, you too big. You too old to <laughs> jumping off off cages, bro. Yeah, correct. It was the fucking craziest thing. But the, thi- <laughs> but the like, thing that was like my first WrestleMania back. And I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I miss this shit. Like, I miss the wild-ass shit that just used to pop off randomly. The thing is, is he does it all the time. Like, yeah, I know. He came, <laughs> back, he came back, did that at WrestleMania 32. He then, later that, WrestleMania, later that year, he picked a fight with, uh, he, he picked a fight with uh, Brock Lesnar, like, in a, because Brock had, like, beat the shit, beat the brakes off of Vince or something like that. And he's like. As he should. And he's like, no, no, you know, I, I know I had my my shit with my with with my dad, but like, fuck you. And he just goes, you can't be my dad. I, I can't be my dad. You can't so be my dad. He, he basically just body like Shane does that fucking shadow boxing shit that he does. That's so fucking fake, and because that's actually fake. Those aren't good. Those aren't even good punches. Um, and <laughs> Brock just goes, okay, here we go, and just t- starts tossing the fuck around. Um, and then. WrestleMania 33, he wrestles an actual wrestling match against AJ Styles. The f- Later in that fall, he wrestles Kevin Owens and does the ex- he jumps off the top of the cage again, goes through a table again. This one's a little bit more impressive because the, they like Kevin Owens waited until the last second he could to get out of the way. Uh, Shane goes straight through the cage or through the, through the table again. Mm. Uh, has a regular match against, or has a tag team match with Daniel Bryan uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, what did he do between then and that and the next match? He had like a couple other things. He won the. He became the the world's greatest, the greatest wrestler in the world. He won a tournament. Uh, that I, that was concluded. <laughs> that was concluded in in Saudi Arabia. Uh, I, or, uh and uh, so that was that, and then. He took like a superplex off of like a stanchion into onto like you know gimmicked and a gimmicked area that would basically break his fall. And then at WrestleMania 35, 30, no, there was this. It was this past WrestleMania, WrestleMania thirty-seven or thirty-eight. Uh, he got choke slammed off of a steel cage. Basically, it's getting ridiculous. What's going on out here? Yeah. It's getting ridiculous. I hope we all can see what's going on out here, bro. Yeah, all because he was calling a big dumb guy. A dummy, and uh, the moral of the story was bullies never win. And then the very next m- month, uh, the guy who beat the bully 
was getting called dumb again. <laughs> like, by, by, this lives. time, this time by people who could actually beat his ass. <laughs> you see it. You see it. Youngest, I just, that's what, I really think you need to, you need to read just spend, you know, 15 minutes just reading that thread, bro. It's the greatest thread I've ever seen. Yeah. You send it to me, I'll, I'll give it a shot. It it's I'm, uh, so, it's, it's, stuck on a box or something. it is absolutely wild. Like, it is nothing in there I didn't know about. It was just funny to watch people react to it and like, wow, Vince McMahon is a, he's a bad person. He's a bad, bad person. human being. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unlike yeah. Kurt, Kurt Angle and John Cena. Well, John Cena, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Uh, they're, they're better people than Vince McMahon, that is for sure. Um, but uh, you guys being movie guys, I figured maybe we'll maybe I'll ask the question and think about it. But like, what two movie characters? They don't have to be from the same movie. Just what mm-hmm. two movie characters would you like to see in a rap battle? Oh, a rap battle. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, my thought process was, man, like, do you go with the, the wild, like, off the bat, like, out of the nowhere, like, yeah, we're doing, like, Happy Feet the Penguin versus, like, uh, you know, ver- versus, uh, you know, the Godfather, Marlon Brando. Oh, man. Do you know what I hate about this question? What? Is I'm going to give you an answer, and I'm going to be happy with my answer now. Then I'm gonna go take a shower, and I'm gonna think of another answer. And then I'm gonna get up in the morning, and I'm gonna think of another answer. And I'm gonna think of like a hundred answers, and it's just gonna eat me all week. Um, That's a good question, then. That's a great question. It's a it's a great question. So I think my first one, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for corny. Is okay. what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go with Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Because I think he's got that Kurt angle, like he thinks he's better than it, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's gonna be a little bit of a smartass. And then I'm gonna go with Randall from Clerks. Grum, I don't know if you've seen Clerks. <laughs> he is like peak asshole, and yeah. weirdly enough, even though he works at like a video store, he has the vocabulary of like a PhD, like. <laughs> like librarian scholar so i think he would one. be fun with the words tony stark is like a smug asshole that would be fun with the words so i i think i'm gonna go with those two that's that's a that's a good one when you said randall from like i'm like wait from fucking monsters inc like that's where my brain goes when i hear randall from movies i'm like i, I don't know if that's broken or just being uh, old i but like i will I will listen to Steve Buscemi rap too. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. What about you? Oh, oh, what are you? What are you doing here with the uh, movie characters in a rap battle? Do you have? Um, do you have two? Because like I'm thinking like Mike Wazowski, kind of going along because it's <laughs> Bill- so it's basically Billy Crystal. Uh, but Mike Wazowski, and uh, he he be I feel like. It would be unfair to pick anybody who has like a normal amount of eyes. So like I have, I'm trying to think of like who, what character also is missing one eye. You know what? I I would do uh uh Dustin Hoffman's uh, Hook. Nice. And Mike Wazowski. That I, I, I could definitely see those two getting in over it. Where he's like, I I have two eyes, but one of them's. <laughs> I'll do um Jack Sparrow. Pirates of the Caribbean and um, 
What was what was the what was uh his name in Fast Five? Oh, uh, are you talking about The Rock? Yes, him. <laughs> uh, oh, I want his character. I want his character. I don't you want, want his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs. That's what yeah. I want. That's that's my rap battle right there. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Jack Sparrow versus <laughs> Hobbs. <laughs> We've seen The Rock rap at this point. I exactly. Think exactly. Yeah. I just yeah, I just want to see how he's gonna respond to a, an actual crazy person. Like <laughs> yeah. No, that's uh <laughs> the idea that it's just like drunk Dra- Jack Sparrow just like exactly. swaying back and forth like slurring his his lines against while carrying, like a... while carrying the colors too <laughs> yeah, right and then you have this you have very stoic hellfire brimstone cuz like fast 5 hobs is like is stone wall not like he's all the humor that he says is because it's like, oh no, he means that. Like he literally means he's gonna pull this man's intestines out. Like, okay, all right, that's funny. Like, he seems capable of it too. Uh, so, <laughs> that's a <laughs> that's a good one. Um, do I have another one? Uh, I want to do one. Here it is. Found. I want to do one with uh, like, like I I want to do a like. A Will Ferrell character. I don't know which Will Ferrell character would be the best for a rap battle, though. Anchorman. Anchorman. So we're doing Ron Burgundy. Ron, yeah, Ron Burgundy. I was also thinking of uh, 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 what's his? What is his uh, Wedding Crashers character name? Is it? Uh... <laughs> disgusting, bro. That's just right? nasty. Yeah, the, That's yeah. Nasty, I'm thinking. Dude. I'm thinking that would be funnier because, like, he'd just be talking about how many hoes he bags at a funeral at the guy's funeral. Like, he's like, I just killed your career. And I'm getting ho. <laughs> That's nasty. I don't know the one. His character from Get Hard might have uh, tried rapping a little bit. I don't remember that movie all too well, but I. Just... <laughs> he yeah, got I... the corners and everything, so yeah. that one might be fun. Give me Will Ferrell's character in Wedding Crashers, and give me. You know what? Give me Dave Bautista as Drax. Mm. <laughs> 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 That is that's that's a good one. Any and really actually Drax in any rap battle because like any any like actual like like metaphor shit is just gonna be like huh? He's gonna be like, what are you? What are, I'm standing right here. I'm not actually a galaxy he's, away. Yeah, he's, he's far too literal. I'm not a guardian. No. <laughs> oh, eh. I I have killed people. Yes, this is. Yeah, see, this oh, is I'm, I'm still. <laughs> You're spitting, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm, I don't see any moisture coming. I don't see any saliva being coming from your. What do you mean, bar? No, you're just spitting spit. Like I don't, I don't see these bars. Where we're not in jail. This <laughs> is like. Uh, but so, yeah. Barone, let, yes. let me ask you a question since we're kind of on the movie thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you've been following wrestling for like God knows how long. For mm-hmm. who? Who was like a wrestler that? like started getting into acting that you looked at and were like oh this is gonna fail terribly or who was one you looked at and were Mm. like oh it's gonna be a fucking movie star um so can't say john cena no 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 he can say i mean you can't i mean because i saw that dude and i was like he's gonna fucking suck (laughs) so so i'll say um so so you asking me like before they started as a as a movie 
Uh, before yeah, they so started, like when they okay. were getting like their first role or two. Okay, like, so like I remember, I was I was too young at the time to really look at The Rock. Like I was ten when The Rock started doing like the Scorpion King or the his yeah. his, his role in Mummy Two. Um, that was Glenn <laughs> Fraser, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where that was he like got the, the, mm, No, it's, that was two thousand one. Oh gosh. Yeah, uh, two thousand two. Two thousand two oh was then uh was then Scorpion King. He was filming it and it came out early two thousand three. Um, the Rock has the Rock definitely has like two sets of his career, like pre Fast Five, his movie yeah. career. Yep. Walk I, tall and so, like, so there was yeah. there's a the tooth fairy too. The two no, fairy. there's another one where he had You're, he has a, a daughter oh, coming to his game life. plan. Ga- the game plan. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then there's the post Fast Five career, which is the action star we got now. So, it's weird, right? Because he was kind of that action star before too, but they mm-hmm. were cashing in on like the fact that he's the Rock. And I think, yeah, the story goes is like his agency was like, you got to take these light lighter roles. Like you can't be a movie. Like they're only gonna pigeonhole you as the Rock, and you never be taken seriously. If you want to take this seriously, like. You can't be. You gotta show. You gotta show the range. Rock. You gotta be Dwayne Johnson, and he's like, "All right." And there was a period in time where he was never credited as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He was just Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Johnson, like Tooth Fairy Game Plan. Uh, his role. There's a. He's in a Be Cool, uh, which is like which is a which is a guilty pleasure movie of mine. It's not that good yes. of a movie, but I disagree, Grum. Okay, and I'm with you. Be Cool, okay. fucking. I like I said, it's a like it's 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 not that good of a movie. I think it's a great movie though, if that makes sense, right? Like yeah. I think critically, it is not a good movie. We know what you mean. We know what you mean. Okay. Right. You mean. Like if I like if we were doing if I if I was ever on a this is cash, we're doing be cool because I love that movie and I could sit here I and talk about. Cool. But like that was where like his first role where he's like kind of subverting expectations where he's like, yeah, I'm the big bodyguard, but I'm also gay. Like it's. That's and, range. I, and know, he's got the little fro and the eyebrow thing. Yeah, yeah, where they're like, yeah, you're still the rock, but also, like, you know, you gotta do, like, he does a mon, he does the monologue, like, his monologue is fucking, uh, the, the back and forth from, uh, Bring It On. <laughs> and, yes. and, and they're like, the thing, John Turtle's like, the thing is, monologue is really one person. Uh, <laughs> you don't do all the parts in the scene. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. Um, but no, like the so I, to answer your question, Rock's not there because I wasn't old enough to understand that he was going into movies. Um, I remember Batista wanting to go into movies after MMA, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't see it." It's, it's working out, but it, yeah, it's absolutely working out for him. Um, I mean, he's he's gonna be in. He's probably gonna be the big bad of Dune too. So good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least physically. I mean, not like. Literally, but yeah. Um, yeah. And then John Cena is also... I think they're, they're... I will say this. Roman Reigns is going to be okay. a Hollywood star. Um, he a, looks pretty good in Hobbs and Shaw. That's the only thing I've seen him in. But yeah. that's, the, that's the only thing he has been in. Um, but really? okay. I, I remember when he first came on like the scene, I'm like, 
God damn it, he's a handsome mother. Like this is a guy he's who Jason, he's sexy Jason Momoa, bro. He's like, very sexy. But he's very the same. They occupy the same lane, except he's younger, mm-hmm. and he's actually bigger than Jason Momoa. Like yeah, he's fucking huge. <laughs> which you Jason see, Jason Momoa's a big thing, bro. Who Jason Momoa also in Dune? Dune had a lot of big names in it. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. I, yeah, we, I, know, I, we know, we yeah. know, we yeah. know. Spoiler alert, uh, dies in it. Yeah, he dies in it, but it, he does have a nice nice moment about that uh, in that movie. Yeah, I mean, Jason, Jason Momoa is super charismatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not too familiar with Roman Reigns. I'll admit, with Roman Reigns, the first time I saw him was, like, I'd heard the name, but the first time I watched him wrestle was him defeating The Undertaker's streak, and mm. it pissed me. <laughs> I, I fought it. I was like, "Come on, they're just bringing this re- like if the Undertaker's gonna lose at WrestleMania, it can't be some fucking random ass kid that they're gonna give me some new guy, well, bro." Well, hold on. Um, Here's the thing: he had already lost at that point. Brock Lesnar beat him at won. WrestleMania 30 Did and he? broke the streak. Yeah, Brock Lesnar broke the streak at WrestleMania 30. So the, okay, so Roman Reigns is the only other person to beat Undertaker at WrestleMania, but that was supposed to be Re- Undertaker's like retirement match and it was dog shit like it was such a bad yeah. match and i'm like this ain't on roman people are gonna blame it on roman undertaker I is it on roman. <laughs> that's fair well like look that's fair like i'm saying like the people who follow it and they're just gonna be like well it's roman's fault because he can't work a guy like undertaker it's like no undertaker can't work period like <laughs> the man has yeah, the, the, the man has the man has dust for hips like I, that's not how the, he's done works. bro he's done out here bro um take him out the pasture man <laughs> yeah and then he wrestled for a couple more matches including a very bad one in saudi arabia the worst match i've ever seen against goldberg uh, <laughs> i don't know why they thought that that was a smart match uh but hey uh we move um Roman Reigns, I would say, is, I'm like, man, he's going to be so good in Hollywood whenever the fuck he goes in there, because he's handsome, he, he understands character work, like, not like a, like, like, right now he's doing this very subtle, like, family manipulator thing, where he's just like, for the last year and a half now. He's the patriarch, he's just the patriarch. Yeah, he's the head of the table. And like, he's like, he's like, like I, I pay the bills here, bro. I gotta do he, what I say. He's manipulated everybody around him. Like, he beat up. He he basically almost killed his cousin twice, and his cousin follows him. He's the right hand man. And then his other his his cousin's twin brother comes back. He's like, I'm not your, I'm nobody's bitch. Like, fuck you. And now he's like following. He fall falls in line, and he basically his everybody wrapped around his fingers and he's like this very calm like guy but then when he like the second something goes wrong is he snaps right and it's like wow this is excellent character work for wrestling but also if you get him in acting and give him a whole role to sit you know sink his teeth in for a month (laughs) we're gonna be doing we're gonna be cooking here um a lot of wrestlers would actually make pretty good actors because they, especially those in WWE, because they are trained to do everything in live in front of a camera, one take. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of re- a lot of wrestlers talk about, like, yeah, I worked, a, I was on a movie, and then, like, you know, I, we did one take, and then uh, I was like, all right, cool, on to the next, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> no, like they're like, no, we have to do five more takes from this angle alone. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, uh, and they're like, they're pro- 
performers. I mean, yeah. they're performers by nature. I mean, yeah. getting in the ring and doing a rap battle is something that's written within the script. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not spontaneous between them. So they, they, they get out there and they perform. Uh, also, but as for Roman Reigns, I did look up what his next movie is. There is a movie about monster wrestling. It's an animated movie that has, like, a massive cast, and he's oh. going to be a in that so oh, it's probably it's probably like a WWE uh really they, they've done ones of like um uh scooby-doo go and 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 monster mania and stuff like that or the jets oh no, i think this is like a feature feature man oh interesting yeah it's got will arnett terry cruz michael buffer charles barkley <laughs> mm, wow that's fun with it but uh Oh, so finding all these Kurt Angle gifts and Kurt Angle is Kurt Angle is like like if not for Randy Orton, I'd I'd just watch Kurt Angle stuff. Speaking of Randy Orton, awesome. Randy Orton is the the wrestler who, when I saw he was getting into movies, I'm like that's that's gonna suck. He did twelve rounds too, right? Yeah, yeah and did. it was and it was bad. Terrible. It, it was terrible, bro. He also that did the be... condemned two. It was bad. That was that's stank. That's stank. Yeah. Twelve but, rounds. Big fan of twelve rounds. Um, I know we got to do. I know we got to do things where he's just like security, you know. <laughs> Randy Orton just intimidation factor, bro. Let you know where Randy Orton would excel as the scumbag stepdad. Yeah, some <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, like the pops in um the movie we watched on this. Yeah. Fuck, bro. Did we just we literally we had like a whole month discussion about this movie. Fuck, bro. You're talking about the one bro. with Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. No, <laughs> I'm not watching anything. The, the reaction? No, 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 no. Dumbbag stepfather? Is that what you're asking me? No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm trying to make sure I got the right movie. But it's the one we do with the UFC kids. Never back mm-hmm. down. There we go. He should be. He should be a dad. That's like, oh fucking- yeah. You were the one that loves that movie. <laughs> no, actually, I love a lot of movies, though. I just have to remember the title. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. He has to be. He has to be an intimidating father, like the uh, the antagonist's father in that movie. Slap up his kid a little bit. That's what he has to do. Yeah. 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 Randy. So was Randy Orton a heel? I don't really remember. Yes. Randy yes. Orton. Randy Orton was the biggest yeah. heel, bro. Randy Orton was yeah. kicking women, kicking old men. <laughs> In the neck, bro. Kissing, Twisting their heads, kissing bro. unconscious women. Women, the biggest hill, the biggest hill. Um, the store there's, and not just in the ring. There's the rumors, and it has since been dispelled. However, it is still funny to talk about. Uh, Randy Orton uh, was very young and had a lot of success a lot very quickly. Like he was, he's the he's the youngest WWE champion of all time. Like at twenty one or twenty two. I forget the exact age. Um, but he's the youngest world champion of all time. He then, uh, at some point. voices in my head. <laughs> they spoke to me. They, <laughs> they uh, the, well, the voices told him to shit in some woman's uh, travel bag. One of his bro, co- he's, female he, co-workers. Bro, he, he's a serial pranker, bro. Serial pranker. Oh, man. Yeah, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's definitely someone I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I can. Re- I used to get him. Used to see him punk a lot. Yes, 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 yes. I don't. I don't know if those two are like similar at all, but they kind of reminded me of one another. Yeah, he. Uh, 
CM Punk um, was Crash he was in a movie. Punk. He's been in indie movies that have been well received. Um, I haven't watched any of them though. Um, he did. He did UFC and got waxed, right? Like, <laughs> Immediately, first however, fight. however, fight. his second fight, uh, mm. the result got overturned years later. Uh, so he's one and one, huh? He is one and one. Yes, he had <laughs> he won on a technicality. He has a win on a technicality. Um, there we go. Five hundred. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's in a couple. Like, there's um, is it the what is it the it's like apartment on the third the, the room on the third floor 31st floor or something like that um girl on the third floor there we go and he's in another one called rabid uh that was in 2019 they were both in 2019 he's in a, he's gonna be in a new one called jacob's wife um it looks mm-hmm. like he's he's the deputy uh deputy oh. colton uh Anne is married to a small town minister and it feels like her her life shrinking over the past 30 years. Encountering the master brings her a new sense of power and appetite to live bolder. However, the change comes with a heavy body count. Uh, and also you know, like a vampire. Vampiric. That's what about, what about like some of the one-offs? I don't know if you've seen like Magic Mike, but Kevin Nash and the Magic oh, Mike. Oh, oh, Kevin Nash is not a one-off, my friend. No, no, no. Have you ever seen... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Yes, I have. The Super Shredder in the, in the movie is really? Kevin Nash. Kevin Actually, Nash, I have that movie on Blu-ray. I might throw that on right now. <laughs> uh, Kevin Nash is also in... <sighs> was he in a... He's King in Longest Yard. Yard. He's in Longest Yard, but he's also in a... Kev- he was also in a uh, King Arthur movie. I don't know if it was one of the big ones. Um, oh, that sounds about right. But it was he was in there. Uh, he, I mean, look, he's a handsome man and very tall. Uh, he was in John. He was in John. So he was in John Wick as well. He was in the. He yes, was, he is in John Wick. He was that in the two thousand. This is cash. Uh, two thousand four. <laughs> uh, edition of the Punisher. I have not seen that. That yeah, he's, he, you haven't seen that Punisher. He's just known oh, as wow. he's just known as the Russian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, he's From all the Russia. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, fuck. What? What else was it? Um, or maybe maybe he didn't. I got you right oh, now. There I got you right now. I got you he, right now, bro. He was John he was, Wick, oh, Magic Money. He was he was it Odin in the Almighty Thor. That's the movie I was thinking. But that was a TV movie. Um, mm-hmm. He's in Chick Fight, Monster yeah. Bro. I would I I would say. I would He's say most that, definitely not a one-off. No, 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 no. Um, not, Hulk Hogan has been in some movies. He's been in a lot of movies as well. Uh, Muppet, Muppets go to space. Absolutely, that's that's the first one I always go to as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, but also, uh, actually, you know what? I know I said it'd be cool. No Holds Barred would be a lot of fun because that was a movie direct, like produced by WWE. So like they funded mm-hmm. it and whatnot. Um, like twelve rounds. Yeah. And it led to No Holds Barred, the movie, the match, which was a pay per view event where, Whoa, Zo- where Tommy Lister Jr. Yes, where Zeus became a character in WWE. So they took Zeus from the movie No Holds Barred, made him a <laughs> made him a character, 
so that he could wrestle Hulk Hogan and they could sell it on pay-per-view on Christmas. That is... Yeah. Talk about vertical integration. Tommy, like, Lister, <laughs> Tommy Lister Jr. is a big This Is Cash like uh, favorite. Marshall. He's been three We've done a few movies with him in him. So we would love to do another one with him. Um, yeah, Hulk, Hulk Hogan's done some good stuff. I know Great Khali is like hilarious in the longest yard. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I would say he's like a one-off. Like he's on screen. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, Goldberg takes a shower with his dick out. <laughs> <in London. laughs> yeah. They call you the hammer for a reason, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, yeah, but the best the best wrestler in Longest Yard is 100% Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, Stone Cold's a wild boy in that the, one. The, he, he's <laughs> actually, like, super charismatic in that to the point that, like, as I got older, I started realizing, like, he's a lot more natural than mm-hmm. the actors in that movie. Like, you watch Nelly now, and you can kind of tell he's not really an actor. Stone Cold, like, he fits in scenes. He is, and it's funny because he doesn't do a lot of movies because they mm-hmm. just wanted to typecast him as that hardcore, Stone like, Cold. Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. You're Stone Cold. He's like, as <laughs> a redneck. He's like, yeah, no, but, like, like him in Longest Yard is hilarious, if only for the fact that he just is antagonizing Nelly at every fucking turn. He's like, that's how the white man plays the guitar. <laughs> That's how the white man runs a football. <laughs> Cooking him, bro. Cooking him. Just could not, like, at every moment was absolutely relentless to him. Uh, oh, God, the fucking conquistador Kurt Angle where he's just like a giant condom. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I was going to say that, so bro. Bad. I was going to say it's that. It's so bad. Um, whew. Uh, and his his... His run, his second run in WB is just not fun to think about because he's like he cute, can't bro. he Old. can't he can't move like and and it's just rough. Um, but yeah, so any one off wrestlers? Um, Roman Reigns so far is a one off. He was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I would say Mir- uh, the wrestler known as Miro. He was known as Rusev. He's like the so Dolph Ziggler had a match or had a movie. <laughs> Yeah. That basically had him being a detective and Kane was his captain. I've seen this movie. I've seen it. <laughs> stank, bro. Fucking stank. So bad. But Rusev is in it as like the villain, as like the Russian villain, and he's got a gun, but he's wearing his fucking ring gear, but he pulls a gun out of his fucking ring gear, and I'm like, this is fucking hilarious as a concept. Like <laughs> Like, what's he gonna do? Walk around with a gun down to the ring? What the fuck? Mm. Um, I yeah. did not know Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero had a beef, and I'm seeing oh, the Jeff. Oh boy, so they! I, I can I can imagine why this. I I know why. But now, if I do my math correctly, you know, chronological order and shit. Mm. Yeah, no, yeah, it's uh, it was yeah. Um, shout out George Bush. <laughs> you know, oh no no that was that was that was a JBL heat that uh the uh, mm-hmm. well I mean they did have they did have a kind of a tussle a little scrap well no they kind of kind of had it over that but it was JBL was more of the one I mean JBL chased legal Americans into Mexico because he thought that they were crossing the border <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know you know. You showed me. Young, you showed young, me. <laughs> youngest might not know. Young, I told. No, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I talk about it a lot. You know, on on the on Dork side, which is there's a lot of 
There's a I lot of there's a lot of stuff that could qualify as dork side of the ring, but is very just like a white like I don't know if I feel like I don't know if I'm the right guy to be like, hey, let's laugh at this white man chasing legal Mexican Americans back let's into address, Mexico. Let's address racial inequality through the eyes of WWE. Let's, yeah, right. Yeah, or like, I'm the white guy doing it. I'm you know, let's yeah, in. yeah, or like let's laugh at the time WWE decided to have three Mexicans, uh, three Mexican wrestlers uh, known as the Mexicools ride Juan Deers. To, to the ring every time they For wrestle. Christmas. No, mm. every time. Every time. <laughs> mm. But no. Uh they uh Bobby Lashley? Is this Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley. No, no, that's Shelton Benjamin. The black guy? Okay. Yeah, that's Shelton sure. Benjamin. Yeah, that's, okay. that's... <laughs> Good, times. Good times, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um great times. I miss I miss uh world's greatest tag team. Um yeah, I can't think of any other one-offs that come to the top of my my head uh, in terms of wrestlers. I uh, I, I was going to ask you guys, um, and we'll do this to really wrap it up because uh, we were talking about we we kind of talked around about wrestlers in movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But WB has had multiple movies from there, and I'm sure you guys have seen a handful of them. It sounds like twelve rounds is a, is is a is a favorite. Um, yes, it is. But have you seen enough to say that there is one that is definitely the best? No, I I don't think so. I don't think I've seen many. Okay, I'm pulling up a list now to see what I've seen. Holy shit! They actually did uh, the theatrical oh, fil- film released by the WWE was uh, the Rundown. Which I have seen. I did not know that. Was Rundown. Movie. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait so, yeah, so a second. Wait they gotta, a second. Wait they a second. Wait they a second. Got a, they, got a pro, they got a production credit on it because of The Rock. Oh, I love this movie. I yeah. love this movie. Oh, my God. I don't yep. know if I love the movie, but I yeah. I love this movie. It's definitely yeah. like a cable classic. I, um, that's why I love it. I didn't, I, yo, I didn't have the access still, you know, not still, to acquire so many films as I do now. So I would come home, go to F- this movie be on FX all the time, bro. Watch this mm-hmm. movie. I was in love with this movie. Yeah, I would but... say uh, that. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, yeah, but for like WWE movies, I know there was that span from like 08 to like 2014 where they were putting mm-hmm. out these B-rate action movies. C, bro. So not even. Not even. Not even giving them. <laughs> C, bro. So let's see. Yeah. We got. I was going to say, we've got a couple of them. Uh, so it starts off with the Marine, and the Marine is very good. That's like, a great one. I have John, not seen the Marine. You haven't seen it, the Marine? It's oh John gosh. Cena's first movie that he ever made. It is, it is very good. Um, okay. Uh, then it follows up with The Condemned with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Vinnie Jones is in it. The premise of it is incredible. I very much like the premise of it. Um, and it's also very good. I think it's a very good action movie. You know, a very it's good movies. Roman Reigns has a movie coming out in in February mm-hmm. called Rumble. Yep, I was just talking about yeah, that. Yeah, we're just talking about that. Yeah, mm. animated movie, and it is a WWE production. So you were right, Grum. But mm-hmm. it's through Paramount. Ah, uh, like, yeah, they're, it is they're, a feature film. It's not so, like one of those. So WWE is now more so licensing out their their IP, which is their 
contracted workers as fucked up yeah. as it really is. Um, slavery. Yeah. You're not wrong. Uh, it's but technically it's le- it's legal because it's independent contractors and they have mm-hmm. proven and they have yet to be uh, beaten in court when having to prove that they don't that intellectual property does not uh, include the people. Um, but I mean, they yeah. are writing the characters, so I see division. Yeah. So I don't I, like it. I see it. You, you know what? I'll go back to this. Um, the your, your question earlier, youngest. Um, mm-hmm. Which wrestler, like, I saw him, like, yeah, they'd make a great, like, actor. The Miz. He just does so many just not good... Like, he does a lot of movies that let him still wrestle. Like, yeah, while he shoots it. Too. So, like, he doesn't... uh Like, he'll just do, like, low-budget, you know, straight-to-DVD movies. But he gets... He, he's solid in him. And if he ever just was like, yeah, I'm gonna take three months off to go shoot this feature film, I think he'd be pretty <laughs> good at it. But he just loves. Yeah, he wrestling. did. Uh, didn't he do like a reality show or something? I know yeah. he's pretty. The Miz, oh, yeah, he did the Miz. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, so he yeah. went on like stage for Dancing with yeah, the yeah, Stars. Yeah, he he just lost really, like he like, super charismatic and mm-hmm. like fun guy. You know, has some fun with it. If I like Marine Three Homefront featuring yeah. the Miz. There's also Marine Three, Marine Four, Marine Five, okay. Marine Six. <laughs> He's in. There's a lot of Marines, and he's in yeah, them all. WWE, WWE got they got strong ties to the military, so I understand. I yeah. understand. Also, yeah. um, I would say like um, I, they uh they did um, technically WWE Studios did the call. I don't know if you remember that movie. It had Halle Berry. She was a nine one one operator. Movie stank, bro. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. I had an argument. I had an <laughs> argument with a woman. Um, I wanted to take on a date about this movie, and I was like, "This movie stinks." She was like, "There's no way, there's no way you think this movie stinks." I'm like, "Well, I'm sorry, sweetheart, it's not a, it's not a good film." Yeah, it, it, oh. it's, it's not great. <laughs> Sam, have you seen Fighting with My Family? I have, yes, with uh, with with Blam's girl, uh, uh, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh, yeah. Yes. I I did not. I I think I watched it. Don't really remember much about it, but I know it was like really well regarded, and it was like supposedly a really good insight on like WWE families. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it like it is so her so the the subject of the film is is Paige Brittany Knight, uh, and she is incredibly young and has a why they they filmed it very like they filmed that. And they had to sit on it for a little bit because she, Paige, the sub, the subject of the film, Paige, had um, had some like troubles with her life. Like she was getting addicted to some stuff. She was in with the wrong crowd. Like not great. So they were kind of holding off on it. Like, be like, well, let's not put her any more in the limelight than she already is right now. Um, Serves yeah. up. Yep. Wait, mania. Yeah. Yeah. WB likes wow. it. They like. Wow. Uh, they love the the animated ones are so easy. So, yep. So yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's it's told. The idea is like it's it's told. It tells her story, and they fluff a little bit. Vince Vaughn's in it. Vince Vaughn plays um, uh, like the, the the guy who basically f- discovers talent and whatnot, and uh, yeah. and hires him and stuff like that. And it it's really a simplified version of how. The process actually works, 
and okay. and it's just an easy to digest. It's a much more complicated system of being discovered and what go what, like mm-hmm. what happens. But they streamline it to where it's kind of cool. They they very they very much fluff the story of like oh she's different. She's not your typical wrestler at the time. Was not your typical wrestling female wrestler. Like they were all tall, blonde hair, skinny, very tan, and she's pale, dark hair, British. Yeah, and Short. the whole Short idea, shirt. yeah, like the idea is like, hey, look, like we hired you to, you know, we hired you to be you, not to be them. Um, but it's a, it's a pretty good movie. Um, they did. They do. I was glad they did it because, in real life, it was kind of a thing. But her her older brother was trying to get signed by WWE, and they were like, "Yeah, he's gonna be the guy that gets from the family gets signed to WWE and and whatnot." And they're like, "Yeah, no, we don't need you." And he's like, he he struggled to accept that that they didn't want him, and you know, because that's I mean, it's tough. You, you think about it, you spend your whole life trying to go for this one thing and they're just like yeah we, we'd rather have your sister than you thanks have a good one yeah and on top of that i mean it works a little differently than other sports i i know there's politics in other sports but the politics in that are a lot different than the politics in the WWE. like mm-hmm. you got check multiple boxes that you might not have control over when it comes to wwe and other stuff like the nba there's 60 players I get drafted it's usually the best 60 like you like nfl same way like there's seven rounds you might get drafted and usually the best players are the ones getting drafted like there's obtainable and objective goals when it comes to that with the wwe like you could work your whole life and vince mcmahon just might not like you yep. i feel like the politics here are more aligned to hollywood politics than yep. they are in sports like other sports uh mm-hmm. like as we're recording this uh november 4th WWE just released like 20 talents today. Like, okay. And of which, like, a lot of them are very surprising. Some of them aren't surprising. Some of them are newer talents that they've kind of invested time into. The last, like, eight months has been very weird for WWE because it's like, well, why are you getting rid of some of these talents? And part of it, like, <clears throat> like this most recent wave, a lot of the people that were, like, a good handful of the people released, were anti-vax like loudly anti-vax so it's very obvious why they got released it's like well we're going we're traveling international and you can't you you can't make one of us you can't get no bro so we're not even going to invest any time and you you know what might as well just cut them um yeah and uh which is you know i agree with like you know just from a business sense outside not even like the whole like you're an idiot get fucking vax you fucking bozo like the fucking 2K guy. Like, I don't understand how you give up 40. I mean, like, she, you understand my issue earlier? I'm like, yes. It's $40,000. $40, go get a fucking, go get a shot, you idiot. Like, I, $40,000 to, 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 and a house. Like, they, they had him living in, a, they had him living in a team house. You use, use transportation to probably, or you can just, like, put down the company card. Why would you make things hard, bro? Why? Why are we doing this? Uh, fucking idiot. Like, just, it's $40,000. You can't get a shot for $40,000. Your principles are more valuable to you than $40,000 annually. You idiot. You fucking bozo. I, rest in piss. To your fucking career. <laughs> bro, and to play 2K. To play 2K, bro. And it's not like... 
And here's the thing. He's not a good streamer. He's not entertaining. He's just really fucking good at basketball. Nobody's going to want to pay this man for his fucking content. He Because he wasn't getting paid for his content. He was getting paid for his skill. for his skill. That's it. And he said, and he, nah. <laughs> he said, nah, nah. I don't want to be forced to take a vaccine. It, 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 he said it. <laughs> Mind you, he has to travel to all the, like, bro, come on. Come <laughs> he, on said, bro. he said it, it did not, it did not uh, mesh well with both his personal and religious beliefs. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Like, I, you're not Kyrie. You can't afford this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? He might be able to. He might just be like fifth generation American living really good off of his parents' Whatever. legacy, right? Like, I guess. He might, you know. But forty thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm hundred percent. I mean, I took a vaccine for free, but yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, forty forty grand might have might have had me uh, questioning my morals and values a little bit. You're like, you know what? Am I right for this? This is forty thousand dollars <laughs> and a house. My sure, I got it. Cool. My roommates are cool. If if they're not cool, we don't got. I don't got to see. Them. Aside yeah. from we like practicing, I I can work on my skills in peace. I do my thing. And then, you no, know, when no. it's time for our match, I go play the game. <laughs> and then I'm no, straight. Fucking idiot. Idiot. <laughs> Just, oh. Bro, bro said I'll go, work, <laughs> I'll, go work retail, I'll go work retail before I go get the vaccine, bro. I can't believe it. I just can't. And, like, but no, like, to your, to your point about, like, the politics of, of, profession, of professional wrestling, like, it's very well documented about the politics where guys would, you know, like uh, use your power, you know. I mean, like, uh, like every every top guy has done it to where it's like, all right, well, I have leverage in this situation. I don't want to do that. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to lose to that guy, you know. But also, <laughs> like, <laughs> I talked about this uh, in uh, on um with with X and knees is like Shawn Michaels used his influence as the top guy to bag the most downloaded woman. In 1995 or 1994, in Sunny, I'm literally just looking at the um the GIF of Kurt Angle hitting him with the move. <laughs> I'm like, Shawn Michaels really used to be the sex symbol for American yeah, he, Michael, Yes, bro. he did. Like he, like Shawn he Michaels was. is hot, man. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. So- <laughs> I, I've never saw it, bro. I never saw it. Like maybe the hair thing, but so I'm, so here here's the picture. This is him in 1996. With with the woman who was down was the most downloaded woman of nineteen ninety four, ninety five, ninety six, like in the nineties. Who is this lady? This I can't is see her. I can't face. this is Sunny. I can't believe we're talking about it back to back, but it's, it's it is just wild how uh, we're talking about Sunny uh, and the fact that Shawn Michaels would be bagging. Sunny. You can literally see her cooch. You can literally see her. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would be, he, her, they would be going at it like two consenting adults uh, in his hotel room or his, you know, or his lo- or, or a locker room. And his buddy, Kevin Nash, would stand outside so nobody would interrupt. Nice. And then Sonny, whose high school boyfriend, who was also a wrestler, who came into the company with him or with her, Chris Candido. Would ask Chris, would ask Nash, like, hey, is Sonny in there? 
You know, it's Tammy. And he's like, fuck, bro. You gotta break up with Shorty. No, no. Like, it is bad. Like, when you listen to, because we we talk about it in great detail uh, on, uh, (laughs) (laughs) with me, X, and Nisus, and that'll that'll be coming out in a couple weeks as we're recording this. It's bad. Oh, buddy, is it bad? They're she's messy. They're toxic. He's you know Shawn Michaels is fucking coked out of his mind. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, politicking and wrestling is is very much like uh you know entertainment. Any know. Any, any other industry for it to be honest. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> more. Yeah, it's more like you said. It's more like Hollywood, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. politicking for based off of that. Where it's like I don't want to work with that guy because um he did me wrong when I was coming up in the business like. I want him dead. <laughs> I want him dead. A <laughs> uh, couple, couple times. Uh, yeah. Uh, so before we get out of here, last thoughts. We barely, again, second episode in a row, we barely talked about the thing, but it, uh, we talked about it and it just naturally flowed, which is good. The uh, battle raps between John Cena and Kurt Angle. Final thoughts to give to the folks on, on what you saw tonight there. We'll start with. We'll start with youngest. Ooh, man. Like I said, big fan of just, like, the idea of wrestling being, like, a written entertainment thing. And someone in a room was sitting there, and, like, you brought up 8 Mile and how that kind of, like, revolved around the same time period. And someone's like, yeah, we need to have, like, battle rap. Oh, that's exactly how it happened, bro. That's exactly yeah. verbatim how it happened. <laughs> twice. And just twice happened. in a three-month span. <laughs> yep, it happened twice. And just, like, having that kind of... Um, that ambition to just be like, all right, so who are we going to have rap? And they're like, you know what? John Cena. The whitest persona that's great for rapping. Who should he rap against? The whitest person. The whitest Kurt person. Angle. And then they probably call Kurt Angle, and they're like, hey, so, like, do you think... Uh, you can do some like battle rap and stuff, and Kurt Angle's probably like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but sure. And <laughs> we end up get we end up getting that. So like the behind the scenes stuff in wrestling is always like interesting to me. And I know we didn't really dig into that, but that was where my mind was racing the whole time we were watching that. It's like whose idea was this? Why did they come up with this idea? And like, <laughs> did it work out the way they thought it was gonna work out? <laughs> I think it hit all that. All right, all right. What about you there, OXL? Great Angle is just once again proven he's one of the greatest creations ever from the minds from the mind of the collective writing room that is Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon does not have all these ideas by himself. But Vince McMahon is how to orchestrate them in the best way. I'm trying to move this photo of this lady's crotch out of my face I'm tired of <laughs> just scroll up a little bit we'll just... I, I, no, I'm just going to put another uh, Kurt Angle gif <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do you a favor I'll get rid of it for you nah, you can leave it there bro you can leave it there bro I'm going to go back and look at it real quick Hold on. Yo, bring it back this, no. is, uh, <laughs> so, this uh, is the greatest um, but yeah Kurt Angle the fact that he he as the whitest person, probably like on like the whitest American person on the roster at the time, was telling another white person that he wants to be black twice. <laughs> it's just you can't that you can't write something better than that. You cannot. You can try. You you just cannot write something better than that. Because if a black, black people probably told John Cena, bro, you know, 
you really, you really jacking the culture, bro. You culture vulture, right? Like, hey, he absolutely was. Paid. This is how I'm getting paid, bro. I'm sorry. I wish <laughs> I <could> do this. <laughs> I'm getting paid. So. All, all, all because he did a uh, vanilla ice. One, a one time, uh, one time impression at a party, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what. That's Vince what was like, it. yo, you should make this your thing. <laughs> Basically, yeah. sick, sick bastard. Absolutely. Um, than, but and then we have you know the, the epitome of America. America probably wasn't a hundred percent as accepting of hip hop and black culture as it is now. Like it was up, it was it was a niche thing. It was cool, you know. Show you, you show you that. Mm. What's the word I'm looking for? Acceptance, tolerability. You know, mm-hmm. we're tolerable towards you know minorities, but having this guy say, "Hey, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you on your place. tell you, you know, quit being a nigger." No, tap in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is perfect. It's wild. Like, just to be like, oh, yeah, like, all right, like, well, you're you're white. Reminder, <laughs> Mr. Cena, you're white. Like, the thing is. Put your pants up. Put your damn pants I, up, man. I don't, like, I don't recall him outside of The Rock. I don't. Rem- I don't think John Cena has ever gotten to a rap battle. Never, bro. With sure, anybody yeah, bro. who is not white, sure, yeah. it's only white. It's white on white crime. It is good. There, there was the Big Show, like Brian Kendrick. There was Elias. There was The Rock. Although that was like kind of more of like he just was. He had sixteen for for The Rock. Um, but it is. Um, he had a hot sixteen for his goat. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. That's crazy. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. It's a fun time capsule to look back and be like, "That's that's the guy who is currently like peacemaker. Like he's got his own. Yeah. He's got his own HBO Max fucking series now. And that's where he started wearing, wearing Wake Forest uh, jerseys and. Tim Duncan I, at that, bro. All, all, I, yeah, Tim Duncan. I, I first saw the two years later, fucking Tim Duncan, bro. Yeah. No, but also, still though, the most wild, the wildest of his attires was the "I'm hip hop and you're not." Look like it. Look like a very. There's a very. He look. He looked like he was gonna do some damage at a high school. Um, bro. Because yeah, he got made a fun high of. Football game, bro. <laughs> That's, just, that's, that's what this nigga look like, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> so bad. Uh, oh, this is yeah. You see, you know what's funny? Another thing about John Cena. Yeah, what's up? I don't want. I don't want to be construed as if I hate John Cena because I, I used to like using him in the video games and stuff. But it's the fact that John <laughs> Cena, John Cena was um both the hip hop guy and the army guy in the same <laughs> like man. Yeah, that is kind of crazy, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> in the same span of time, and I'm like, "Yo, you really can't do this, bro." <laughs> no, he's the guy who can unite the cultures. You know, the, shit is disgusting. He's the shit he's the disgusting. Venn diagram: hip hop, army, <laughs> John Cena. Like, <laughs> shit is disgusting. John John Cena and Master P. Like that that sets him. Shit is disgusting. Uh, <laughs> no limit soldiers and John Cena. That's that's the Venn diagram. That's it. Uh, little did we know that uh, John Cena was the unknown no limit soldier. 
<laughs> Apparently, bro. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was. It look early two thousands was a. A weird two thousands in America is a weird time. Weird time. So weird. weird time. Because we're yeah, conscious about we're starting to be conscious about some <laughs> things, but not giving a damn about them. Like, oh homosexuality? Two thousand three? Yeah. It's it's cool for the movie. It's there. It's cool. cool, yeah. It's cool laugh at. Yeah, it's uh, cute, you know. Yeah. But we're in a much better place now. Um still got progress that we need to make though. Uh with that said. Let's get us out of here. It is late. Uh, OXO is about two and a half hours past his bedtime. Uh, oh, <laughs> OXO, uh, let us uh, tell the people a little bit wh- where they can find you again, uh, what you got working on, and uh, anything you wanna, anything you wanna plug. Um, we have this is Cash. The Twitter handle is Cash. This is we we wanted this is Cash, but like, the username wasn't available, so I'm sorry. Maybe in a, maybe in a year or two it'll be available. We'll just steal it at the right time. Um, I, I think we really gave my media hand. But yeah, if you want to, you know, to see me work out and stuff or play Fortnite. Uh, on Twitter, my shit is all these nudes. O l l i e s m o o d s. Uh, Instagram is just gonna be me shit posting whenever get posting. So. <laughs> you know, there's that. O L V O X O. Uh the letterboxed. Cause I, we know I try to review movies every now and then. When I watch movies. I haven't watched a movie so like seriously. Done my usual movie binges uh in some weeks. But uh same thing on Twitter. O L V O X O. Uh youngest, the floor is yours. Uh yeah, I'm youngest Y Zero. U-N-G-I-S-T on all platforms. You can find me there. You can listen to me some more on Running Back the Hits, talking music. You can listen to me on This Is Cash, talking movies, and hopefully we'll have Grum on both of those soon. (laughs) Whatever, but um, yeah, thanks for having me on, Grum. Had a blast. Uh, I don't get to talk wrestling often. Wrestling's not something I'm like too well-versed in, so kicking back and hearing some stories and to drop my small tidbits was always fun. It was a blast to have the both of you. Uh, OXO is now tied with uh, with Jim Jam for appearances. Uh, canonically, he's not gonna like that. He's he's not not gonna like that. that. But you know what? He's gonna have to deal with it. It's my show. <laughs> it's my show. You know, uh, you know, if he wants to, uh, he wants to talk about Transformers. That he goes on. This is Cash, which you can find on Spotify uh, to talk about Transformers films. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm just gonna say Yippie Kaye. It's like Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing. Look, Kurt Angle is an incredible, charismatic He's an individual. Treasure. He's an American treasure. That's what yeah. he is. And I'm I'm glad he uh, over <laughs> got got over his uh was able to defeat his his substance abuse issues. Because man, it absolutely man was popping forty Vicodins, forty really to sixty six in a day, bro. Yeah, regularly. Like, Work out three times a day, probably take 20 for each workout session. And oh my God. And then just be gone off the perch. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm good. I'm, I don't have an issue. And then he's like, all of, while he's saying that, just Drinking chugging alcohol. alcohol. Drinking. Like, not good. Pouring up. Glad he is okay, though. Uh, that is a good good turnaround. He's held. He's got his own fucking. You might. You, oh, so you might. He has his own, uh, like, fitness food. It's called, like, chicken snacks. They're mm-hmm. like. They're, they're uh, protein-filled uh, 
flavorful chicken bite things. Uh, apparently they're all right, but I don't know if they're overpriced. I don't know. You might be looking, you as a as a weightlifter looking to get some gains. You might want to. You might look. You know, figure I pass that info along to you and the listeners. Who knows? This is a goddamn American treasure right here. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the dork side of the ring. Thank you guys yes, for sir. coming on. It was a it was a blast. Can't wait to have you guys on again in the future. Look, Kurt Angle put his body through hell, and um, he paid the price for it. Uh, and found himself addicted to Percocets and other pain medication, and then found a new addiction when he kicked that. Thankfully, he's all right. He's good now. He's addicted to living life, uh, and that's good. That's good. I, my word's not his. Thanks, OXO Youngest, for hanging out. Again, you guys can follow them on their inst- their Twitters. Sorry, Twitters. Ollie's Mood, O-L-L-I-E-S-M-O-O-D. For OXO, for Youngest, it's Youngest, Y-0-U-N-G-I-S-T. And you can find their, you know, podcasting feed. Uh, this is Cash is the podcast. You find them on social medias. Cash, this is. A uh, little backwards. Fun conversation. I had a lot of fun with those two and it is uh, you know they've talked about this i'm gonna have a couple more cpfs who have their own podcast soon uh but next week next week it is christmas week baby is a week of christmas it is the last dork side before christmas and i decided to do it do an episode do the episode before christmas because christmas falls on a saturday and it's weird i thought about doing two episodes but when i did this i really only had one thing and then i ended up doing like when i went and recorded i really didn't want to do the, i just wanted to do the one because i had it came up with an idea for new year's but we'll get to that next week next week's episode i'll get to that at the end of next week's episode but next week's episode it is myself and two of my friends from twitch two longtime friends Tumbledore and 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 Lynn, uh, they are great human peoples uh, who uh, I got to sit down to talk about Santa Claus. That's right, WWE in two in 1995, the same same show where the Hogpen match happened debuted a evil Santa Claus. So it is a lot of fun. We end up watching his debut segment and uh, the only match he's ever been in. So we've watched that. We discuss a shit ton of stuff. We talk about just what what else Santa, Santa Claus would do and more bizarro uh, anti-holiday people. So that's a lot of fun. Please check that out next week. Uh, please, if you have not already, do buy get get your stuff bought for the people in your life or let them know that you love them. You don't necessarily have to buy them things. Let them know you love them. Take care of yourself. It is a the there's a there's a whole new variant out there that people are freaking out about because it's they said it's from Africa and it's like well, you know it's from a specific part like it's a specific part of Africa that is very much like the rest of the world in terms of uh, being of pale complexion it came from. Uh, so don't freak out too much and you have to deal with you know family members saying dumb shit. You're in my thoughts uh, going into these holiday season. Be safe, be be mindful, and, uh, you know, happy holidays to yours. Joyous Grummus, we're going to be over there continuing our 23 days of Grummus. We've got movie nights, we've got stream caroling, we've got streams. i got a baking stream. Um, when you're listening to this on the live one, it's probably on the VODs. Me, myself, and my grandmother baking cookies. I do that every year. Uh, so that is the goal, is to do that uh, again this year uh, and bake some cookies. So if you want to go see that VOD when you're listening to this, or if you're listening to this on the Patreon, 
hint, hint, nudge, nudge, uh, you will know about it already. So uh, you'll, you'll be able to go watch it December. Uh, it's either Thursday or Friday, so that would be December uh, that would be December 9th or 10th. There we go. I remembered it as the calendar was coming up. 9th or 10th is going to be one of those days. We're going to schedule for the 9th. This way, if she's not feeling too hot on the, on Thursday, Friday, she's hopefully feeling better. It gives us a little bit more room, more runway to land the plane. Um, but yeah, that's it for this week. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. Again, go support OXL and Youngest. This is Cash who supports Youngest. Other uh, podcasts, Running Back the Hits with fellow Dorkside guest uh, Saturday Lee. Uh, good times uh, on both those podcasts. I would not have them if I did not consider them fun, entertaining people, and friends. That is the most important part about it, right? Friends. Uh Let's see. Anything else? I don't got much else. Support.grum.tv is a Patreon. You get this early. You get every episode early, a week early. You get every two weeks, you get a new piece of Dorkside content at a Llama Club Elite. If you're at the Elite of the Elite tier, which is the $25 tier, you get a whole episode just for you and people in your tier. Um, what the, what they're going to be, I'm thinking I might just watch, do like, we just watch, you know, whole pay-per-view events and just laugh at them like there's some really bad pay-per-view events like december dismember, december to dismember uh there's a bunch of the 2000 wcw ones that are pretty bad in your house the early in your houses are bad a lot of bad wrestling right that's what we're going to be watching we're just watching tv shows that are you know ha- you know episodes that are bad episodes so we'll be watching that uh the only other thing i have for you this week is to be good to yourselves. You deserve good thoughts about yourself. And if they got to come from you, they better come from you. You understand? Do you understand what I'm saying? You better be thinking good of yourself. You're a great person. You're a great, great human being. You're a great friend. Don't be too hard on yourself, all right? You're doing just fine. You're going where you need to go as fast as you need to get there. Breathe. Relax. I love you. Next week, myself, Tumble, and Lynn having a good old time talking about Santa Claus here on the dark side of the ring. And thank you for stopping in and listening to this week's episode of the dark side of the ring. I will see you guys next week. I am Grum. Thank you for stepping in and listening to my tales here in the dark side of the ring podcast. Uh-